What's going on guys, my name is Elden Hero and welcome to the Midnight Hour. Guys, my name is Elden Hero, and welcome to a very special edition of the Midnight Hour. This is the best of from episodes 1 to 30, and this was made by a guy named Troy who reached out to me and said it was something that he was planning on doing. Uh, it's really interesting because as I'm recording this intro, I have no idea what you're about to listen to. I haven't heard it at all. I'm actually sending him the intro, so for all I know, he has gone through every single minute of Midnight Hour footage and composed some kind of edited sentence of me saying a, a bunch of anti-Semitic things and racist things and uh, no, uh, just kidding. Um, this is the best of episodes 1 to, th one to 30, that's all I know um, and I also know that the music in the intro is Rebel Yell by Billy Idol which has the words Midnight Hour in it and that's why I'm suing him for copyright infringement. Yeah, anyways, enjoy and uh, a huge thank you to Troy for, uh, for, for going through this um, I guess if you guys could follow him on Twitter, uh, that would just be a great way of saying thanks because um, going through all of that and not even being the guy who runs the podcast is a pretty unbelievable thing to do. So his Twitter is T underscore L-U-E-N. Um, I will leave it linked in the description, uh, so just click on it. Give him a follow. It's, it's the sound thing to do. Uh, so yeah, enjoy. <laughs>
power in the verse can stop me. There are other things that are not easy to explain. For example, like why I sometimes sit in my room rocking out to Katy Perry or Kelly Clarkson or something like that. Um, things that are universally hated, but you feel the need to, or maybe you just, just happen to like it. Uh, I, like, I think Kelly Clarkson's choruses are fucking awesome. Like, she's a strong, independent woman and she don't need no man. Like, No, I can't disagree with you. You know, like, it's, it's funny with her because pink is all like one minute she's like really sad and miserable about her life but then the next minute she's really happy and she doesn't need a man but then she's singing about how sad she is that her man is sad with yeah her and pink pink uh pink is uh too too sassy for me i'm uh i'm, I'm i am more of a kelly clarkson i'm more on kelly clarkson's side when we're coming to yeah i think so these, these big issues as it were yeah i'd be the same there's one part in i think it's episode two towards the end when um they're they've been captured by Count Dooku and they're on the I think it's Geonosis is the planet that they're on and they're all it's just before all the Jedi in the galaxy basically come to help bail them out and they're in this sort of gladiator like uh, battleground but they're chained to these pillars and Natalie Portman uh, who I, I will never refer to as Padme she's just Natalie Portman she played herself <laughs> yep. in that movie she's an incredible woman but uh, she like untied herself and climbed to the top of the pillar and Anakin said like what about Padme and Obi-Wan goes she seems to be on top of things and then it cuts to oh, her and she's literally on top of a thing oh, oh Jesus I, ju I just like cringed a little bit just yeah. hearing you say it let alone seeing it in the cinema I couldn't like I was watching it and I was like holy shit is that the level of intellect that Star the, th Wars... the thing is the thing is you know for a fact that there were writers sat there as they wrote it patting themselves yeah. and clapping each other and just going well done lads I mean really fantastic job with that line that is he scribbled out that, that, is, line, that is genius like, and dropped the pen and just went yep yeah, alright we're done look I'm at this done. shit this writes itself <laughs> like oh man it was so bad I read a book actually recently it was all about Australia and these people had gone out to the Great Barrier Reef This on this um, you know this organised big organised trip out to the Great Barrier Reef to go snorkelling and stuff yeah with a big group of people and two people went off a little bit outside, or you know, away from this the boat, in a different direction to everyone else, and they basically just got left behind. Oh shit! In the middle of the ocean. Oh god. In the uh, yeah, and they've never found them. Oh no. Yeah. That's and terrible. That's... I bet they got abducted by mermaids, and now they're sea Probably. creatures. Probably. Maybe, but yeah, that and that's terrifying. You know what's going to happen is someday they're going to come back and they're going to look like oh the creature God. from the Black Lagoon and they're going to oh, slowly geez. take over the world and <laughs> they're going to like they'll just bite one person and then they'll turn into the same monster and that's how the zombie apocalypse will <laughs> This sea people. Yeah. They, they came from beneath the sea. That's what they'll call it. Yeah. That, that movie's due a remake as well. I've just stumbled actually across a, you saying a fear of the number 13. Octophobia. Fear of the figure 8. What is that like? A, as in, like the ballerina type thing, like or whatever ice skating, isn't it? Ice skating. I I don't know. It says fear of the figure eight. So that's not a fear of the number. It's literally a fear of the shape of a number eight. So snowmen would be snowmen terrifying. are terrifying. The the concept of infinity is sidewaysly terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's horizontal. There must there must, be, there must be there must be white girls all over the country and the world that terrify <laughs> these poor people with octophobia. Yeah. So they put it across with this notion that in in these types of shows they like to build suspense before they hit you with the punchline or they hit you with the and it was aliens and and it was like we know what five percent of our DNA is for. 
And then we have the other 95%, which used to be called junk DNA, but now we believe that it has some kind of purpose in our genetics. And I was like, no way, fucking really. Our DNA has some purpose in our genetics? <laughs> Fuck. That's some deep shit. That's crazy. I don't believe that. Ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, just just saying that, you know, aliens aliens came, popped a bit of extra code in our DNA, and fucked off again. Yeah. It's like a kid's been given, like, a, a science project to do, and they've gone, oh, pop, that, uh, pop those seeds in that in that little pot pot of a uh, pot of soil yeah water it and then uh come back in a couple of days yeah and then we'll give a you plant. a gold star you have a plant you get a gold star and kind of the kids gone and watered the thing and everyone's kind of forgotten about it yeah and suddenly there's a tree in the cupboard yeah and the aliens are going to return and just go oh shit they've built a civilization yeah would you look at that whoops <laughs> 10 to 15 billion years ago remember when we came here <laughs> the probe that we tried to find the name of but couldn't yeah um <laughs> Pass by the moon, and you can see the pictures of the, uh, the what was it? The the flag, yeah, the flag. I, I don't know how I've managed to forget the word for flag. Um, <laughs> that wavy sign thing. Yeah. What's that called? That what that wavy picture pole thing. Um, um, my cousin. I remember when I was about maybe twelve or thirteen. Um, my, me and my cousin were watching MythBusters, and they were talking about going to the moon, um, and whether or not it was staged. And my cousin is like one of the funniest people I know and he's not immediately witty he's sort of mm. more wacky like he comes up with very strange jokes that his delivery just makes them funny and I'm actually going to try and get him as a guest on the podcast sometime but he uh, we were watching it and my cousin just shouted out like they always say that Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon and I'm fine with that but what about the fucking cameraman <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I, I just I laughed so much because that's basically the rationale of a conspiracy theorist like yeah. it's just that like yeah what about the cameraman he was standing there that whole time it's fucking bullshit like how is no one else seeing this <laughs> I thought it was so funny no, there's, there's, there's definitely. I think there's definitely a possibility that we're not alone in the uh, in the the big old universe. May I don't even think we're alone on this fucking planet. Did you hear what the sea people are up to lately? Oh, the sea people! I hear they've been recruiting again. Here, if we're so good at everything, why have we not conquered the sea people? Yeah, I think that's a that I think is... that's a conspiracy theory in itself. Mm. I mean, the sea people are seriously dangerous, especially with global warming coming up. And we've spoken about this before, that the sea people do get more agitated and more aggressive when they're hot. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with global warmings and with the oceans rising, flooding the lands of boiling hot liquids, and just the sea people overrunning us, it's it's a terrifying thought, really. It is. And, you know, I mean, yeah, we have Justin Timberlake... That, that is an actual thing like mm. he can definitely save us from them but yeah i don't know i think we need to stop global warming in order to prevent the rise of the sea people it's yeah i don't I know mean, why more people don't care let's really. not forget that the sea people do have their agents uh you know their agents their pets as it were in uh specific locations you know strategically placed they've already got the loch ness monster and he's been there for a a while up in scotland plotting his uh his nefarious, yeah. nefarious doings for when the glaciers melt and he can, they can ride him into battle. But like when when you think about the criteria required here, a t- like a suit, a waterproof jacket, and a lead mask, what would you be doing that would require specifically those three things? <sighs> like you're going uh, to a metalist's wedding and it's gonna be yeah. in the rain. Like you know, it's not. And then just the, another thought that passed my mind was that 
they were doing it as like a joke but then it's like who makes a suicide pact and decides you know, it'll be fucking hilarious though <laughs> wait for this mate what we're going to do is we're going to get some suits <laughs> hold on it doesn't stop there <laughs> we're going to get some waterproof jackets this suicide is going to be hilarious trust me <laughs> and some lead masks and then we write a note that doesn't quite make sense oh we need wet towels as well by the way <laughs> Let's get this show on the road for real. You know, I would love to start off an episode with, like, a wrestling entrance. Like, you know how they have, like, fireworks and this oh, super fireworks dramatic... And, yeah. yeah. Read out our stats. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, a good idea. Wait, followers, follow account, tweet yeah, your, count. your nickname and everything, like... <sighs> right, fuck it. YOLO. Here we go. I need to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the worst. You know, I've always thought, oh yeah, I'd really like to watch Landon again and watch through and pick out these things where, you know, they mention you know, various things and the genie makes references to the past and stuff like that, or what what is what was recent past to us but the distant past to them, you know. Yeah. Uh, does he do like a Michael Jackson impression at one I point? I think he does a Jack Nicholson impression at one point. Yeah, if that's I right. Rightly. Yeah. I seem to recall that as well. And maybe a Mrs. Doubtfire one? Possibly, because it was... Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams that did the did the voicing for the genie, so... I read today, actually, that they're making a sequel to Mrs. Doubtfire. I would love that. But what would the premise of it be? I have no idea, because the whole, pre- the whole concept of him dressing as Mrs. Doubtfire is shot, because they know he's Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, exactly. So un- should... unless he goes dressed as a woman into... Uh, some random children's home but then again that's just a case for arrest under child yeah protection you know, pr- protection laws they should do a gritty reboot where like he dresses up as a female assassin and slashes people and a really fat assassin yeah <laughs> but they could just call it doubtfire and like have like flames surrounding the name while it comes up on the screen and all like with a typical new age movie poster with blue and orange blue everywhere. and orange everywhere fuck it yeah. i'd watch it like I, I would as well but i would regret it immediately after watching it well so. yeah but you know <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it though I used to love Johnny Bravo, mm. and when I watch it now, I realize he's a fucking creep. Yeah, he's the, a the, vain. The, the sexism, the misogyny, yeah. the chauvinism. Yeah, it's it's, all it's, in there. it's he's a dreadful role model. He is like, absolutely and actually, awful. Going back to James Bond, so is he. Yeah, he's a he's a murdering womanizer. Yeah, <laughs> like he's and a, a horrible human. He's a drunk. Yeah. As well. like, I guess that's why those things don't... Uh, that, I think that's why I don't like James Bond anymore, is because everything he does just makes me go like, oh, if you're not saving the world, like, fair enough. But you don't need to go around, mm. you know, being a misogynist and all this stuff. Like, fucking... Uh. And yeah, that's so weird that if... Uh, th- this is going back to the Bond one briefly, but mm. if they're all different agents, isn't it funny how they all happen to be alcoholic, womanizing murderers? Mm. Like, that's, yeah. that You have to be one of those to work surely, for MI6. Surely, if you're a... Uh... If you're the top of the top, you've you've been screened for your horrendous alcoholism and sex dependency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a I, like when when they do the job interview for Bond, the question mm. any weaknesses if it's not followed up by 
um, like I'm a womanizing alcoholic with a tendency to kill people, mm. then you don't get the job, I'm afraid. Yeah. Unlucky Bond. But um, I I like the. Uh, have you ever seen the TV show Life on Mars by any chance? Yes. That's a really good TV show. Yeah, it's brilliant. I I think that adding a coma to something just gives you a lot of mm. creative freedom to kind of do what you want to do. I I think that's a really cool. Um, what's the word? Uh, sort of an alternate look at what a coma could mm. be. Uh, the I world mean, that he's in. That whole that whole show is a fan theory in itself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there is. You know, there is no way you can make a, th- a singular fan theory out of that because it's just like, oh, he's in a coma. Oh, no, he's not. He's dri- Oh, no, wait, he is. He's actually been sent back in touch. No, he hasn't. Oh, God. What <laughs> the fuck is going on? I'd um, love to Um, I'd love to write, like, you know how people come up with these fan theories? Like, we've taken some mm. from Reddit and 4chan and whatever. I'd love to write one that's like, in Life on Mars, uh, Sam Tyler uh, he the reason that he's in 1973 is because he actually had an accident and it, he sent him into a coma. Like, just explain what the show is, but act <laughs> like you're interpreting it on a super like intelligent a super level. Deep level. Yeah. So, like, the reason I know or the reason I think this is because in at the start of every episode, it's stated I had an accident and woke up in 1973. Yeah. And that's really weird. Like, and just point to all the obvious <laughs> things, just so that people can comment and be like, "You're a fucking idiot." Idiot. Yeah. Life on Mars is actually on Netflix. If anybody wants to watch it. Yeah, and I'd or recommend UK it. Netflix, as far as I'm aware. It's it's really good. Mm, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's only like 16 episodes or something too. Something like that. But there's the, and then there's the follow-on series, Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, I didn't as like well, that which one wasn't so much. as good. No. But uh, is his name Gene Simmons? The uh, Gene Simmons is the guy from Kiss. Yes, it's, you're right. His, I, his I, name uh, is Gene. Gene. Philip Glenister is the guy who plays him. Yeah, his name is Gene something. Let's call um, him Gene Simmons. I like. Yeah, him. why not? Uh, <laughs> he's got a really long tongue and he paints his face white. It's very strange. Yeah, but he's he's fucking hilarious as well. He's brilliant. Yeah, his one-liners are incredible. Like mm. I I remember when I first watched that show, I was like sixteen, and in school, anytime anyone had anything to say to me, I would just reply like, "What are you talking about, your brain donor?" and just all stuff like that. <laughs> he would say like all these amazing one-liners and stuff. We have one fan theory left, and yep. this is also quite a recent one, but it's, I think the director of the movie actually said that this was the accepted one, mm. um, and I know that two of the actors have come out in interviews and said that this is what the what the story was truly trying to tell, but they could never get the FDA approval if yeah. they... Um, so basically, this is the movie... <laughs> <laughs> This is the movie Friends with Benefits, and um, you know, um, kind of. I wouldn't. I, would you say star-studded lineup? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we we have. Uh, I believe we have in our in the past expressed our um, admiration, of, admiration and love of Justin Timberlake. Yes. Um, what a guy. What a guy. And uh, this is the general idea surrounding uh, Friends with Benefits that the Justin, that Justin Timberlake's father. Um, he has. If, if anyone hasn't seen it, he has Alzheimer's in the film. Yeah. And we've discussed this on the uh, Fears and Phobias podcast, I think yeah. it was. Um, he, his his father has Alzheimer's, and if you've seen the film, you'll know that they live by the beach. Yep. And they have a boat as well, which. Mm. And I yeah, I have another layer to this one actually. Mm. Um, you may remember that the dad went to get the boat, and then he was informed that the boat was sold years ago, mm. and it's a symptom of his Alzheimer's. Yeah. Or the boat crashed in the sea, and the sea people were responsible for it. Mm. Um, 
Now the sea people can come in all forms, really. Um, yeah. Oftentimes they look like the creature of the Black Lagoon, but supposedly mm. they've been working on certain technologies so that they can infiltrate human society. Yep. And the Alzheimer's is merely their the sea the sea the sea creep the sea person that has inhabited his father's body's inability to assimilate, assimilate. to human life. Yeah, he's unable to fit in and he's yeah. trying to infiltrate our culture to find the weaknesses mm. and pressing points for when they inevitably do take over the world. Mm-hmm. Um but it's obviously it was there was something fishy <laughs> <laughs> about his uh about his demeanor, so he had to um you know, come up with a cop out and that was the brutal uh, slow death and whatever it's called uh, that is Alzheimer's. Mm. So um, that's the whole reason that he has Alzheimer's. It's not actually a disease that yep. he has. It's merely that he's just a sea person, and that's yep. why, like, he takes off his trousers in the yeah. middle of that restaurant. He doesn't. He doesn't know human etiquette. You know, he's not used to having these uh, these conf- the confines of the trousers wrapped around his fins. Yeah. You know. And wasn't there a deleted scene where they go to a restaurant and he orders a blue whale and like they serve him a gigantic blue whale mm. on the table and it's really yeah. awkward because he's trying to eat it and you think it's yeah. just because he's got. Alzheimer's, but it's actually yeah, you're um you're forgetting uh, the director's cut actually includes a scene where they're um they're walking along the beach and they go past a seafood restaurant and it's an all you can eat buffet and he goes and cries in front of the lobsters. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I remember that yeah. scene. That was a really good scene. <laughs> yeah. I really thought I'd be able to hold this together a lot better than I have. Um, so yeah, that that's uh that's the latest fan theory. That's the big one that's spreading around the internet now. Oh. Yeah, that one is. Uh, yeah, that that's the real deal though. Uh, they've all come out and publicly stated that it's yeah. definitely true, and that and the reason they couldn't just make um, a balls to the wall version of Timberlake fighting them with guns and stuff mm. is because we don't know what layers of society they have infiltrated. Mm. You know, um, I know David Icke believes that the Queen is a sea creature. So, yeah. and I know a lot of uh, a lot of celebrities and a lot of very famous people are uh, converting to the Church of Scientology. <laughs> that's the best one yet. <laughs> uh, yeah that that is um and yeah tom cruise yeah oh, what, what do you do when you go on the sea, you sea cruise. cruise oh yeah exactly yeah so if that doesn't you know make you terrified for what's at hand for the future of humanity i don't know what will no but i think we're done here um, yeah i think so but we're the sea people Yes, beware them. One thing I read, which is kind of a funnier note to end this on, end the North Korea talk on, was that uh, the you know the the demilitarized zone in the middle between mm, yeah. north and south, the uh, the South Korean soldiers often like drive their jeeps up to the very border and blast K-pop into North Korea <laughs> like at full blast just to piss off the other soldiers. And um, I've read like I've read rumors and stuff that they do this quite often and they just get shot at for doing it. Like, but, to be but, honest, if someone blasted K-pop outside my house fairly often from a jeep, I'd probably shoot at them. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree with that. I, I actually think what we talked about there is is really important, and I think it's far more yeah. important than the topic itself because it's something <laughs> that needs to be said. Like it really does. Yeah. Uh, humans do bad things. Like humans are evil. Mm. Like humans are fucking scum. So like you know, don't think that just because someone's done something evil that 
you know they're somehow different to to anybody. Sounds like I'm defending them, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. That's what I was thinking. As I was saying it, I was thinking, Jesus Christ, am, am I going to start killing people and going, well, I'm just I'm just the same as you, yeah. like, <laughs> stabbing someone, just going, it's okay, we're the same, really. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, like, it's really that, hard to say that. that no, let's move on. And the self, the self emulation was. That's a hell of a way to go. I yeah. mean, that is. That you don't choose that as a quick way out. No, that's something that's usually used by people who are protesting. It's yeah. it's usually you're making a point out of something that you believe mm. in something so strongly that, you know that like, <laughs> this is the worst point in the world. But that that passion is burning. So <laughs> I should not have gone there. But you know what I mean? It, uh, yeah. I'd imagine that that is genuinely the symbolism behind it. You know what I just noticed is that we've been very biased against Asia so far. Yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, that uh, that part of the world seems to have. Uh, but then again, any part of the world's done some fucked up things. It just so happens that we've chosen um, some things from Asia. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move slightly closer to home. The I next guess. one starts in China. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um, you know, well, it's the China of uh, Western Europe. Uh, oh yes. It's not. It's not at all. It's Ukraine. Um. Yep, the China of Western <laughs> Europe. No, that's what they're called. It's, I, I swear I saw a holiday brochure yesterday that said, come see the China of Western Europe. <laughs> They've got a wall. Um. <laughs> I prefer the fact that this guy is long dead. Like, because yeah. it, like that makes it immediately less creepy for me, you know? Because I guess because we can see how much society has changed and stuff since then, and we have this belief mm. that... I guess I'm guilty of all the things that I fucking said about earlier, but it's just that yeah. I kind of have it in my head that that wouldn't happen today, even though, like, it probably would. like Could, yeah. yeah. Probably happening right now. Possibly, who knows? In your back garden. Yeah, not mine. <laughs> I'm a 21-year-old man, I'm fine, and I'm living. <laughs> yeah. I am dandy. Yeah. It's the dead hookers I've got buried in the garden that I need to worry about. <laughs> Oh, God, why did I say that? That's kind of... I'll edit that out, man. No worries. No, no one will know about that. Um, but, yeah, like... For, like, that dude can go fuck himself, really. Mm. Probably has. But Yeah. Um, I'm... I don't... Like, I'm glad he's dead. He Like, he yeah. wasn't given the death penalty or nothing, so, like, no. yeah, I'm glad he's dead. Like, that's... He died of he died of respiratory and heart failure due to cancer, so I can't imagine his, uh, his death was... gentle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, sounds drawn out and horrid. <laughs> and now we're guilty of being the exact, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, all of that stuff. This has been a weird episode. Yeah, it has. I don't know, are we going to get to the other stuff, or will we leave it here? I'm not I'm not sure there's a way we can really include Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> without defaming, like, without getting some sort of cease and desist letter for defamation of character. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> The, the the ultimate um, supervillain is the Alzheimer's that his fucking dad had in um, Friends with Benefits. Yeah. Um, Alzheimer's with air quotes in that one. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's more like C. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah, that. Wait, no, isn't a seismic? Wait, no, never mind. I'm not getting into this. There's no way I can no. come up with a way of it. Alzheimer's. No. Oh dear. Yeah, this no. is bad. This has taken a yeah. bad turn. Well, at least we've ended on a strong note. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But I remember. I remember. Re- I remember reading that um, all three were in. You know, there was a possibility that they could connect. 
and form a super and super, form a, super yeah uh, it was like a mega volcano i don't know how these mega super you know do super duper kind of <laughs> sizings work in the scientific community but i'd, I'd imagine it goes super mega super and duper ultra. and then ultra. oh yeah super duper yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone always forgets super duper <laughs> um I'm not sure if this is this ge- um, geographic, you know, my geography and my uh, knowledge of tectonic plates and stuff is sound enough for me to claim this, but I'm going to claim it anyway. Um, that if it hits in the right spot, you know, it could shift a plates, tectonic plates slightly and, you know, destroy everything everywhere. I don't know. So, that's, something... a po- that's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> it could It could hit the earth so much that it actually goes through the earth. And mm. moves us into another solar system. Yeah, um, and that's a hundred percent true. Cause... But don't forget that the way to counteract that is to get everybody in China to jump at the yes. same time, just as it impacts, and the two things will just squish the Earth, and it will plump back out again. And that's that's actually NASA's official, uh, you know, stance um, on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the failsafe. That's the official plan is to um, Morse code to China. And then China has this alarm that they sound mm. that makes everybody jump at the same time. It, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Are we done talking about meteors? Can we talk about Armageddon? That yeah. Movie? Yeah, sure. Ben Affleck, eh? What a guy. Ben Affleck, what a guy. Yeah, he's going to be Batman. Imagine that. Oh, God. I hope he has nipples on his suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make the internet implode. But yeah. uh, Armageddon is... Would you say that's Michael Bay doing the right thing once again, like it was with The Rock, or do you think Armageddon was a little bit too much? I, I thought it was a I, good movie. Cause I thought, Steve yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I, I, you know, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, right, there's this massive threat to our existence. Let's find the, the most uneducated, like, brain-dead uh, gang of fucking oil drillers on the yeah. planet and send them to fucking solve the problem. Like, And Steve Buscemi tried to kill everybody, and uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great movie. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's the kind of the classic problem that's raised with um, with that whole thing, with the whole, uh, the whole plot. Of, the one problem that everybody seems to have is it, why did they use the drillers instead of astronauts and just teach astronauts to drill? Why did they just do it that way? Instead of just uh, there, no, just no. That's not the biggest problem with that film. <laughs> there is why didn't so they much, just like instead so of using wrong. Michael Bay? Why didn't they use an actual director? Yeah, and then why didn't they use an actual decent scriptwriter as well? Yeah. Why didn't they just create a massive rocket to push the Earth out of the way? Like, <laughs> why didn't they get Russia to play tug of war with China and then... yeah, split the Earth in half? It goes straight through the middle. Earth goes back together. Done. Done. How many uh, how many geography students do you think we've lost so far? To be honest, lots. We're all gonna die. Woo! That's that's all I really have to say about solar flares. Yeah. It's just it's a great name, isn't it? Solar flare. Yeah. That would be that would be a great indie band, really. Yeah, it would. The solar flares. Yeah, the solar flares. Yeah. With their latest single, UV. Oh God. That would happen. That would happen. Yeah, yeah, it would. It probably would. But they'd be so fucking pretentious that they'd put Y-O-U-V-E-E as the name. So what just happened there was that we invented something and got angry at it. Yeah, that genuinely just made me slightly angry just thinking <laughs> about it. Those fucking solar flares. That's exactly what they do with their fucking stupid, you know, Spanish guitars. They're not even Spanish, do you know that? Fucking dickheads. Uh, that's appropriation of another culture. That's just racist. I know the difference between a boat and a ship. The spelling? No. 
You can hang boats off a ship, but you can't hang a ship off a boat. Ah, oh, that's brilliant. There you go. That is, like, that, that is the difference between boats and ships. That's that's quality. I yeah. want to write that. I'm going to get a picture of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> if, you can't right, if you can't handle me as a boat, you can't have me as a ship. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Uh, I Marilyn, wonder if other people will Marilyn Monroe. boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think we've complained about global warming for long enough now. Yeah, we didn't even. You know what I love about no. it is that we didn't even explain why what it even is, <laughs> which parts of it are the worst, you uh, know, which long, countries long are the worst. Sto- long story short, um, global warming is going to melt the ice caps and we're all going to drown. Yeah, uh, that's about it, really. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, um, I think we both know that we have been visited by aliens before, long ago. Um, they, we, have to be, we have to be careful about what we say here. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the most likely scenario is that they came from within the solar system, so Neptune's probably the most uh, likely, or one of Jupiter's moons, uh, or no, sorry, yeah, or possibly Mar- Mars, yeah, uh, seeing as they found water there. Yeah. And they've, uh, they have inhabited the, you know, we, so they didn't have to co-inhabit the Earth with humans. They've kind of inherited the one area that humans still to this day haven't really explored massively well. And that's the abyss. Um, yeah, the abyss that is the ocean. Yeah, the depths, the, mm. the bottom of Mariana's Trench, you know. Yeah. The, the areas that we can't actually um, go down to even visit because, mm. you know, they're uh, not hospitable environments. And, mm. like, when, when these things... That's the first time I've ever said that with the TH sound, by the way. Um, when they set up their, you know, uh, environment and their facilities and that underwater, mm. they slowly started to creep into our society and mm. infiltrate yeah. members of... I mean, yeah. it's... I, I think they, they've intri- they've infiltrated a lot, and I know we speak a lot about movies, but they've definitely infiltrated the um, movies of a, as a, you know, pop culture. They've kind of infiltrated that. I mean, it's no... It's no surprise that um, James Cameron is one of the few people that's actually been down near the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Yeah. And it's n- and I mean, is that do you think it's a coincidence that he's also made the film Avatar? I don't think so. I think anyone who thinks that's a coincidence is an idiot. Yeah. Um, I mean, another thing about them that's quite interesting is that they haven't actually launched their attack yet, but they are taking things from us hmm. under the guise of being friends and they're taking their own benefits from that friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, they are friends with benefits, essentially. <laughs> oh man. Oh dear. Like I, I honestly reckon that if the internet were to just vanish there would be chaos. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that I'm not I'm not saying there'd be widespread panic, but I think it probably would really. There'd be widespread anxiety attacks from the introverts <laughs> whose only home is the internet. <laughs> There'd, there'd be an influx of people running around shouting about what they're doing because they've lost the ability to yeah. tweet. <laughs> How many of you like this? How many? People just slamming pictures of their dogs and cats into your face yeah. <laughs> because they've no longer got Facebook. Yeah, people just, every time see, someone sees something that they like, they just put their thumb up and group conversations all take place inside of the back of a van somewhere or something like and then you... I imagine, I imagine the whole thumbs up thing for like likes and favorites and retweets would get very sarcastic very quickly. Yeah, everything would just seem incredibly sarcastic. Yeah, I think especially if we're talking, you know, slow walking, 
kind of zombies. I mean, really, an escape method is just a brisk walk. Um, <laughs> like I've never, under, I've never understood these kind of zombies. You know, there's scenes in. I haven't really watched The Walking Dead extensively. I've seen maybe one or two episodes here and there, but these, yeah, these zombies aren't exactly quick moving, and these people are running and they're running and they're running and then the camera turns and the zombies there they are ten feet away from them slowly slowly advancing and then the characters are running and are running and are running and are running and then the camera turns and the zombies are still ten feet behind them walking slowly I mean now I studied uh, Spanish Spanish and German and I did a bit of Latin at school and it, it is all very obvious that certain things are intertwined you know yeah, well, French and English, not many people know this, but French and English are actually the exact same language. It's just that in France, they talk a little bit different. Like, association in France is just association. It's, just, it's all the same. That's not true, by the way, people. Don't, <laughs> don't go start speaking English with a French accent on your oral exams, because that's what I did, and I failed. I remember my parents used to pay per minute you uh, a certain amount of pence per minute you were on the internet so we were limited by our parents to how long we could have on the internet a day yeah me too uh, you know? an hour or two a day and that was yeah it. yeah and of course if anyone picked up the fo- if you got a phone call while you're on the internet you know pick up that phone and there goes your internet connection that's how you made enemies in the past by the mm. way kids listening yeah you you ring someone who's on the internet you'll fucking pay for it yeah, no, like I, I will fuck you up if you knock me off the internet by trying to interact with me socially. Yeah, that that, that good old um, ten minutes into loading one web page, the phone rings. Don't answer it. Don't answer yeah. it. Leave it. Leave it. Uh, I've just updated my MySpace profile. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, there's one. There's one last thing that I, uh, I've kind of found while uh, kind of skimming through some. Uh, pages while we've been talking, and it's uh this is this is my uh, I don't know why but it's made me laugh. But uh, 2180, the headline is asteroid terrorism, rapid civilian expansion into the solar system, and the increasing ease of access to space technology has led to the emergence of a new and deadly form of terrorism. This involves the sabotage or hijacking of spacecraft for use in the purposeful redirection of asteroids towards Earth, Mars, and the Moon. Now, if that doesn't sound like an excellent film. There's something wrong with it's you. It's the fucking Death Star. <laughs> Get in my way and I'll fuck you up, Alderaan. That's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's asteroid terrorism. Yeah. Although probably devastating and awful, sounds fucking amazing. I know it does. In 1981, Ward End residents at Thornton Road told police they could not locate the source of stones being thrown that were causing significant damage to windows and roof tiles. Chief Inspector Len Turley investigated, saying his team went to great lengths to catch the individual or individuals responsible. Officers camped outside overnight and reportedly employed night sights, image intensifiers, and automatic cameras, but failed to find the source of the stone throwing, prompting some writers to ascribe the incident to a poltergeist. This is like some some young hoodlums threw stones at my house, couldn't find them, it's a ghost. How do you jump from... Like, the obvious source of it to be it being a ghost. How does that happen? I like the fact that Len, the chief inspector of police investigated, saying a team, a team went to great lengths. Yeah. Not one or two officers, a team. That no, suggests... It was him and five, Bill Murray you know. and some other yeah. guys. What actually happened was that he went, kids are throwing stones at the houses again. These people won't take that as an answer. Fucking hell, here we go. Alright, lads, how do you fancy going camping? 
Who fancies a night in the squad car (laughs) at the end of the road with a pack of beer? Like, that's what that is. Anyway, moving on to something genuinely scary. Yeah. Um, We're not fucking around this This is uh, the story of a poltergeist uh, in uh, Coventry. Um, Reportedly, his name is Jim. Uh, Jim the poltergeist. (laughs) (laughs) And this was revealed... Hold on, if that's not terrifying (laughs) enough. (laughs) This was revealed when they had Celebrity TV TV Ghostbuster... Derek Acra round, armed with more crystals, crystal, crystals, salt, cleansing prayers, and a film crew who claimed it was all down to a very angry man called Jim, who once lived in this spot and died of a heart attack age 58. So, Jim, the poltergeist... I'm sorry, like, you can't claim that a poltergeist is called Jim and expect people to go, that is terrifying. Unless he explicitly tells you that his name is Jim. Yeah, unless his unless his name is like Jim, child murdering, axe wielding, you know, a serial rapist, <laughs> something. You know, that's not funny. I just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless that's his name, Jim isn't terrifying. This is slightly off topic, but I think it's a, an interesting story to tell. I've made a short film for my course this year called uh, Friday Night. It's basically about three guys that go into. Oh, they're on a night out and they stumble into a an abandoned hotel. Basically, they get t- t- caught in like a time loop kind of paradox thing, and you know, uh, time repeats itself and bad things start to happen to them, and then they repeat back on themselves and all that kind of good stuff. And this one guy, we filmed it in Stoke, and this one guy was uh, he was from Stoke, and he insisted that he put on a London accent, and I have a London accent. His London accent was, Oh, fucking Gordon Bennett, oh, Kaiser. <laughs> it was genuinely Danny Dyer. Like, I've never heard a better Danny Dyer impression than this guy. And it was awful. Like, we've uh, we discussed it with our lecturers and stuff like that and went went through it with them. And they were like, we were joking around with them. They were, they were going, you should just make a whole film with Danny Dyer as every character. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Like... Just with every with Danny Dyer, just in paranormal situations. Danny Dyer gets caught in a time loop, and then yeah. he comes back into himself. And there's like four Danny Dyers on the screen, <laughs> and they all in sync, in perfect rhythm. Say, "What a fuck is yeah. this shit?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be beautiful. The uh, the you know the lights are said to often appear in group pairs or groups, and they divide and merge, disappear, reappear. You know, they they seem to move in regular patterns. And they uh, they're about the size of a football or a basketball, and you know you get you get reports of them about ten or twenty times a year, and there's no reliable reports of daytime sightings. Hmm. Hmm. So they're near a motorway. Uh, there's there's they're often in pairs, and they seem to move in regular patterns. They're never in the daytime. Ghosts. <laughs> I can't think of anything, any other logical explanation apart from ghosts. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You're fired. Get off my show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are we are we are, are we assuming that she was what in a mini coma basically, and the hospital she, the hospital somehow missed the fact that she still had a pulse and was breathing? Yeah, um, like, it, it could have been. Because I mean, you, there's only there's only so long that you can 
you know, go into this kind of a stopped, you know, where your heart stops and stops pumping around blood thing, you know, or, you know, you can only go into that for so long. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm I'm just assuming that the some lazy doctor went, ah, uh, yeah, like shook the bed and just went, ah, oh, yeah, no, nah, she's dead. Yeah, I I, I would actually as... like honestly, it probably happened in a place where the facilities weren't that good and they just weren't financially mm. equipped to deal with things like this on mm. a regular basis. So it was just a misdiagnosis in that sense. But mm. like fucking hell, man! Do you know what I mean? Um, but misdi- misdiagnosing death—that's a hell of a mistake. That's pretty much the worst kind of misdiagnosis <laughs> you can actually do. <laughs> Because well, um, I mean, you you could always have them where you know you go into the doctor's office and he comes in and he goes, looks at your kind of uh, papers and just goes, you've been not, you've been diagnosed with death. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now lie the fuck down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shh, shh. yeah. But I'm living. Oh, you poor thing. Shh. <laughs> Do you take the blue pill or the red pill? Ah. <sighs> See, in reality, um, the idea of going and being the uh, the four leader in a war, um, that's kind of terrifying in reality. I've had better offers. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had better offers. Like, uh, you know, do you want uh, ketchup or mayo? Yeah, or you know, I, I've, <laughs> when you wake up, I've every, had easier decisions to make. Every morning <laughs> when you wake up and you have that lingering question in the back of your brain: Do I want to join the army? Do I want to go to yeah. war today? Nah, yeah, nah, do I want to join the revolution? <laughs> hmm. Do I want to join the revolution in a world I didn't know existed? Hmm. Hmm. It's a tough one. Um, Blue pill. I'd I'd pussy out. I know it. it snap decision. I'd do it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, because it, what? Uh, given time, given time to think about the genuine consequences for longer than about ten seconds, and it's a no. What I right. do is I like I, you know, he'd say go off and think about it. <laughs> I'd go straight to the pub. I'd 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 drink a pint and I'd just be like. I need this taste in my life. And like, <laughs> I'd eat a Subway and I'd be like, I don't want to live in a world where this isn't a thing. You know, it'd be too hard. So, yeah. you know, um, I'm struggling to think of the world, but I, I suppose betrayal will be the best thing. I suppose having the person that you love wipe you from their memory is like a betrayal, I suppose. It is, yeah. Like, I'm struggling to find a different word, uh, the correct word for it, but I suppose it's a fairly unique circumstance. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, What's that word for when your memory, when your girlfriend wipes her memory of you? <laughs> yeah, um, but I think like the snap judgment, the anger, the hurt, and the betrayal would kind of push me towards, you know, um, d- doing the same. I- I'm a cunt, so I'd probably just remember all the all the things that she hates and start somehow, you know, bringing that into her life. Introduce them into her yeah, life. Like she hates spiders. I'll send her a box of spiders in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. Um, Real petty revenge kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd like. I'm not even about <laughs> revenge, but I kind of feel like it's such a cunty thing to do to someone, <laughs> you know, in this reality where it's possible. But it starts off with two people in a in a room. One of them is chained to uh, the. F- one of them is chained to some pipes, and he can't get out or anything. And he's sort of faced with this thing at the end of it where the two of them have to kill each other. Isn't that right? The he he, mm. he has to kill the other guy or whatever. But he has to saw his leg off if he wants to get out, and yeah. it, it's a like the thing about this is that like it's stupid because he's within touching distance of his phone, but he can't, he just can't reach it. But it's like mm. all you have to do is just like fucking take off your shoe, take off your shirt, and just like lasso it over, Swing it. and lasso it, yeah, and then you have your phone. 
Like, that's what I would do in that scenario. Yeah. Like, and then that's it. You just answer the phone, you phone the police, you do whatever, and then that's it. Like, no, yeah. I, I, I don't know. That whole, like, uh, let's say you can't do that. Would you saw your leg off to get free and save your family? No. Could I saw my own leg off? Yeah, see, I can't. Like, I did woodwork no, and I couldn't even saw I, like a piece of two by four. Like I, there's no way I'd be willing to saw through my own, like. Yeah, like I'm. You know, I I think that women, you know, plucking individual hairs out of their own foreheads, is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not gonna saw my own leg off. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't pluck like hairs out of my forehead. Why would I saw my own leg off? As much as as much as it would pain me, kind of as soon as I am aware that there is um extra well not extraterrestrial but um aquatic forces at work with my uh, father, sacrifices have to be made. You know, um, got to crack a few eggs to make an omelette. That's true, yeah. Got uh got to fry a few sea uh, shrimp to make a paella. <laughs> Where was that going? <laughs> you gotta fry a few <laughs> brains to kill a sea person. Yeah, yeah, that. So you know, you you've kind of got to, um, you've kind of got a, you know, you've got you've got as much as it'd pain me. You've kind of got to kill your, kill your dad. But then, you know, to for my life to suddenly change to an episode of Countdown, um, that's a whole other barrel of fish. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy how it would all work out. Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's al- there's always been kind of a, not only the kind of you know I'll break a mirror, you know, seven years bad luck. Then there's also been you know uh, remedies for the bad luck. You know, you take the pieces of mirror and you you know I, I don't know I can't remember off the top of my head you know certain um, you know uh, things, but it's like you know like you grind up the mirror. In, like the shards that you broke into like a powder or whatever and then you and uh, then you've, you've not got seven years bad luck you take it with some like, Jägermeister and Red Bull yeah yeah and and you, <laughs> you, you, uh, you roll up a hundred and sniff that bitch you know <laughs> yeah. um, actually like you know I've, I've got this um, list from Live Science up as well and um, you know I do I, you know it's it, number five is knock on wood and I I I said I said earlier I don't count myself as superstitious and that I don't follow any of my day to day life but yeah I knock on wood yeah that's like, the you know you say it, something like touch you wood know, yeah touch wood you know and then you tap your cock you know um <laughs> oh, that's awful <laughs> I but, didn't the call just dropped for like a split second oh, you missed that there we go yeah, it's alright it wasn't that funny it wasn't that funny anyway I'm um, gonna hear it when you send me the audio <laughs> yeah it's true um, no I've definitely heard the um, you know the the thing about opening an umbrella indoors and you know on the on one of the other lists uh, you know it's a story of uh, an ancient Roman woman who happened to have opened her umbrella moments before her house collapsed oh, and wow. the tale of a British prince who accepted two umbrellas from a visiting king and died within moments <laughs> like, uh, I think it just it's a case of you know a superstition arising from a couple of unfortunate things happening to some people and everyone going oh well that's it then yeah right. <laughs> it's like if I dropped a cheese sandwich <laughs> and then I suddenly died and everyone goes well, fuck it don't eat cheese sandwiches anymore I don't like how that's the worst this. thing you can think of <laughs> well, it, I, I was trying to think of mundane and nothing says mundane like cheese sandwich <laughs> like <laughs> 
You don't even have ham in it or anything. It's no, just yeah, just cheese. just cheese, just two pieces of bread and a lump of cheese. I remember one day saying to my mum, like, my hand is itchy, and then she said, that just means you're going to come across money. And I think that this whole concept of uh, superstition has come across from just parents telling their kids to shut mm. the fuck up like yeah hey, you're gonna come across money now shut the hell up and deal know, with yeah. it because no one's gonna go oh shit not again yeah. more money <laughs> yeah exactly. someone's gonna go oh my hand's a bit itchy sweet money we were playing pub go- i was playing pub golf with a few of my mates and every- pretty much everyone had dropped out and it was three of us left do you want to explain what pub um, golf is pub golf is um it's an awful, awfully brilliant thing. Um, <laughs> you dress up like uh, twats and you go on an 18 pub uh, pub crawl where each pub is a different uh, like golfing hole and you have a par for a certain drink that you have to finish the drink in. So say like Guinness is uh, par four, so you've got to finish it in uh, four mouthfuls or four attempts. And you get you get the idea, and you just go on an eighteen pub crawl. So, we were we were on our way back, um, carrying one of our mates who is essentially unconscious, um, <laughs> lying on lying on the floor, um, you know, throwing up into the gut, all that, all that good stuff, um, you know, healthy drinking, <laughs> and um, and kind of you know, and he's he's lying he's lying on the floor at this point, and my mate's pissing against a uh, my mate's pissing against a closed shop or whatever. We weren't being responsible adults, and I don't agree with what we were doing, but anyway. We um, spoke about this, that before the call, about yeah. how we're not adults at all. <laughs> and this police car comes past, and of course, one of my mates has just finished pissing against a, a shop, um, you know, the shop shutters, and my other mate is paralytic drunk, essentially. And, you know, that's enough reason for the police to stop and kind of, you know, get... Um, you know, an ambulance or whatever, etc. involved. Yeah. And I kind of looked at the police and I waved. Just the most nonchalant wave I could manage. <laughs> and the fuckers waved back at me. That's And brilliant. kept driving. <laughs> and it's like, just act as if nothing was wrong. Just, uh, you know, hello. And I just kind of waved back and carried on driving and it was, it was fine from there. We were, uh, like, I started drinking again. I picked up drinking around three o'clock after about two hours of just drinking water and coke just because I wanted to not be really hungover. Mm. Um, but Andy and Dave just didn't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And eventually, um, we got like kicked out of the pub at like five in the morning. And the sun was coming up and everything. And Dave went for a piss up against a tree in the middle of the road. And there was it was so early that the bread vans had started delivering um, the bread to the news mm. agents, you know? Yeah. And like Dave was having a piss, and turned around and saw a white van drive past, and shouted, "Oh my God, it's the feds!" And uh, <laughs> just quickly zipped up and legged it around the corner. And uh, I don't know, I don't know why that like that's just the funniest thing. Like, you know, all he had to do was be cool. He's in a foreign city pissing up against a tree. Like, you know, that's that's a horrible thing to do. Mm. Uh, but he couldn't even keep quiet about it. Like, he sees a bread van and starts shouting about the feds. What the feds are the federal? Like, they only exist in America. Like, do you know what I mean? The, such a fucking hilarious reaction for him to have. Like, he didn't even yeah. finish his piss. He just zipped up and legged it. Like, oh, it's the feds. Uh, just such a ridiculous fucking yeah. but uh if he had acted cool oh. no one would have you know no. said anything no one uh, would have cared there is no reasonable explanation even on the tube for you to be talking at that volume yeah you shouldn't even be talking to anyone on the tube anyway it's the tube 
You stand yeah. still and you stay quiet. It's so funny. Like my mate Andy, you met Andy in uh, London. Yeah. And he like he's he lives like three doors down from me, and he's like the nicest guy in the world. Like he's really charismatic, and everybody who meets him likes him because he's really nice. And he was on the tube in London for like the first time, and. Uh, he, I don't know if he tried to make small talk or something, but like he spoke to somebody and he just didn't get anything back and he was just like, that's weird. And then he was like, I met this really weird person on the tube earlier. They didn't say anything back to me. And I was like, is that your first time on the tube? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're all that. They're all that person. You will never get a conversation. Even when you get on the tube with somebody you know, you don't speak to them when you're on the tube. No. Like, no one ever talks on the tube. You sit there and you look down and you listen to your music and you shut the hell up. That's what yeah. happens. Uh, that is that is exactly what should happen as well. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's the tube. You shouldn't be happy to be there. You shouldn't be enjoying yourself. You should just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I once um, got on the train. Uh, I was flying over to, to Birmingham and then I was getting the train down to London mm. to meet a few of my mates and... Like we we're gonna have a you know lads weekend. I believe I said that. Kill me. I'll go edit that out. We we're gonna have a nice weekend, and um, I got on the train, and because I'm a because re- I'm an idiot, right? I got on, and my ticket said something like two B B two or something, and the, mm. it meant the coach and the seat. But I was looking for the seat number B two, and then, however way it worked out, I got on the wrong carriage, and I was in the quiet the quiet carriage, and I didn't know this. And like my mate kept on ringing me, and I kept on not answering it. And then when it was about twenty-five minutes left in the journey, in the quiet carriage, where I had my music in, because I didn't notice everyone was being quiet, and my mate rang me, and I just picked up, and I was like, "What the fuck do you want, you cunt? They'll be there in like twenty minutes. Just fucking relax." Like everyone was looking at me, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is the nightmare. This is like the anti-fantasy. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me." So like I was that guy that day, but yeah. I, I'm, to be honest though quiet carriages are ridiculous like yeah. I understand you know you can talk quietly and stuff but I was on a qui- I was in the quiet coach because I thought I oh, know I'll book a ticket and I'll put it in a quiet carriage because you know I'm kind of tired and I can do with you know not being anywhere near children you know because who's going to book a train ticket with their kids to go in the quiet thing yeah nobody and halfway through this journey I coughed at least six people turned around and were looking at me like what the fuck are you doing making noise here yeah that, and I was see, like I coughed this, uh, those like, people are cunts I hate those people like give me some leeway in this whole silence thing Jesus. <laughs> yeah like where does uh, normality stop and fascism comes into play here you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't particularly fantasise about uh, killing other people's animals um, but you know there, there are times when uh during over over the course of my uni last year, I lived next to a uh, a dog, and routinely at five a.m., the dog would just start barking, and it wouldn't <laughs> shut up. When you said you live next to a dog, immediately I just imagined <laughs> the dog. <laughs> just the dog bringing in the morning paper to. Yeah, he gets up at five a.m. and barks while he puts his suit on in the mirror before going to work. <laughs> Have you ever, as a driver, wanted to do that? Crash into someone? I've never, I've never wanted to crash into someone. I've wanted to like roll up, you know. Someone really pisses me off, you know. Kind of roll up next to them at the, uh, you know, at the traffic lights and kind of get them to roll their window down. But then uh, part of me realizes that I'd get there 
and I'd, I'd, you know, I'd be like to them, yeah, "Come on, roll your window down. I want to talk to you." And I was, and I'd, I'd look at them, and I know for a fact that my words would just be, as I point at them and look really angrily, just go, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like they'd, they'd, they'd just think it was like a random drive-by insulting. That there'd be no real substance to my insult. Yeah, I'd, I'd like my insult to be really, you know, personally, I don't know, personally devastating to this person that has clearly offended me with their driving so badly. That's but I know right. it'd just be a really non-specific and pathetic kind of attempt at on PSN like if someone really pisses me off on PlayStation now this doesn't happen regularly if I send you a message because you're a cunt on PlayStation you are a cunt because I'm a pretty (laughs) rational thinking guy but um, I have this typed out in that you know on PSN it remembers what you typed last so you can type the same sentence over and over and over and the one that I send to people when they really piss me off is um, I hope that when you're older your wife leaves you and the heartache is so severe that you form a heroin addiction or something like that um, I tweeted it out one day I, I, if I actually turned on my Playstation I could get it but it's uh, it's serious you know that's how serious I think about these things So, but I, I can't imagine shouting that out of a window like oh you <laughs> when you're older I hope your wife leaves you and then you get a heroin addiction because do you know what you're just not a nice person you are, you are an awful, awful person. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one is splashing a drink in someone's face. I, I've never been that petty that I've wanted to do that. I, I think you replace this with punch someone in the face, and that's me. Like, mm. I, I don't really... Have you ever thrown a drink on someone or anything? No. Like, I... No. Why would I waste valuable... I'm assuming this is in, you know, like a bar. And why would I waste valuable alcohol? That just sounds silly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck that one. That's a stupid and one. It's not like I'm going to stand there and go, hang on a second. Excuse me, could I get a glass of water, please? <laughs> uh, thanks. Just just two minutes. Do you know how much yeah, well, better that would be? Fuck you. <laughs> Making them wait there while you order a glass of water. And they wonder, what's he doing? Why is he drinking water? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I understand. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> That's actually better. <laughs> Next one, similar enough, flipping a table over. I I've never I've never been angry enough uh and I I hope there is a point in my life where I'm angry enough to think uh, this table is angering me so much it no longer deserves to be upright. <laughs> like, I, there there is no conceivable uh, point at which I go I am I am so angry that this table uh yeah it needs to, it needs to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just need to flip it. Like, I've I've done it but I don't really think it counts because it wasn't a big table. It was the kind of table that had four things on it, and yeah. I could lift with one hand, so <laughs> it didn't really count as a uh, as a yeah, thing. I'd, but I, I'd also be worried that you know I'd be somewhere that uh, I'd never been before, and something you know really awful had happened, and I needed to flip a table. I grabbed the nearest table, and it turns out to be really heavy. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just kind of stood there, straining to try and flip it. <laughs> and then you're kind of going, uh, and then you've kind of got to let go and go. Well, fuck this, and walk away. Like, and that's how not fucking a dig- that's not a dignified exit. Like. How shit would that be? Like, how much of an absolute cunt would you look like if that happened? <laughs> that's brilliant. I'm you just trying like- to imagine that. Like someone so angry, just fuck it. Um, another one related to the brain is uh, the idea that if you're concussed, if someone around you picks up a concussion, you shouldn't let them fall asleep because they might fall into a coma and, you know, that's bad. Uh, that's bullshit. Bullshit. And I 
didn't notice for a long, long time. But um, I wasn't necessarily like in belief that you couldn't let someone sleep. But I wasn't gonna like give them a duvet. Yeah, you know, I wasn't gonna <laughs> you're not gonna take a... the chance. Exactly. Yeah, I wasn't gonna give them a pillow and a duvet when they hit their head. Like yeah, you don't want like <laughs> yeah. you don't want someone's mum. I was just gonna stand like... back and wait for the ambulance. I think <laughs> that's what I was gonna do. Like, yeah. Imagine if you did and like someone's mum was just like yeah, a hot water bottle and a why, pillow. Why did you let my son fall into a coma? He looked time? tired. Like <laughs> I was genuinely concerned that he wasn't getting enough sleep. Yeah, but that's uh, if you're concussed, you feel faint. It's part of the fatigue. Yeah, yeah. it's part of the things that happen. And what you're supposed to do with someone who has a concussion is to actually just let them let them sleep. It, yeah, yeah. It, it helps the healing process. Yeah. It makes it all faster, and it's just a better thing. To, like if you stop them from falling asleep, you're literally harming. You're their killing recovery. them. Like, do not kill your friend. <laughs> Give him a duvet and a, and a pillow. So it's worth the trip up the stairs. Like, don't do drugs and don't kill your friends. Yeah. Just do the good drugs and kill the bad friends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I do exactly, that. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that um, if you eat and then within an hour after eating, you go for a swim, uh, you'll get a cramp and die. Um, mm. Well, the dying part is optional, depending on how good of a swimmer you are or the shallow, you know, the depth of the water that you're in. But um, supposedly this is a complete lie. Uh, you don't get a cramp at all after eating and swimming. Nope. Have you ever... Like, unless, unless you're like... Unless you're doing like intense Olympic swimming I wouldn't necessarily have a Big Mac before I jumped in the pool yeah but like having a sandwich at the pool and jumping in and going for a light swim you're fine yeah yeah does it do you reckon it just comes from the idea that if you eat and work out you get cramped because your body's working while trying to digest yeah something because it's working too hard yeah like if you're, if you're in a pool like there's more weight off than usual exactly because you're floating yeah so the idea of you drowning because you had a sandwich I, I, I don't agree with that and it's not true I know I know a fellow who drowned after he had a packet of M&M's that's right. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Eminem drowned the fella? Oh, maybe in a swimming pool. Was, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it was, yeah. I think that could have been it. Yeah, he yeah. was doing the bad kind of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Columbus didn't even discover America. The dude was a complete cunt. Like, he wasn't the first one there at all. <laughs> he was a stupid bastard as well. Like, yeah, yeah, he was just a prick. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he went there and just uh, took their jobs and... <laughs> yeah. Took signed, our land. <laughs> signed on their social welfare and wouldn't leave the country and... I tell that, that Columbus lad, you know. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Fair play to him. <laughs> no, not fair play to him. <laughs> um, I don't know why people are left-handed. I don't know um, either. Well, science doesn't know, so if we knew, there'd be something wrong with the world because yeah. we would know a deep secret about humanity. And if we did, right, basically what we should do is we should make up why now. We should tell the people why people are right with their left hands and it'll get two million likes on Facebook. <laughs> That's actually... <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Someone and has the to do irony this. in that would be absolutely beautiful. How would you even go about... Like, you have to make it believable. So it has to be related to something about... Let's say people are more passionate about their chosen subject, which allows them to excel in it because the heart is based on the left side and they're following their heart. So they write with their left hand because your heart comes from your left and you're left-handed and the more you follow your heart the more you excel and that's why Einstein was a genius was because he was clever enough and left-handed enough yeah. <laughs> to pursue his dreams so that's true yeah so I'd go with that that's actually why yeah, it's, two million likes it's a really interesting one yeah um, what's the thing that you see on Facebook the most that annoys you the most actually I seen something the other day it was very good uh, this is the stupidest girl on Facebook it Basically, a lot of people were sharing it. What's the director of Jurassic Park? Michael Bay, was it? Uh, no, he, he was Transformer. Transformer, sorry, yeah. Who was Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park was Spielberg. Was it Spielberg? Yeah, yeah. So it was Spielberg sitting beside uh, one of the dinosaurs. That's right. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And yeah. 
basically said, I can't believe this hunter killed whatever. T- I can't remember. It was probably a T-Rex or something. I, I think it was raptors. Well, oh, you know, they were giants, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was huge. Yeah. So he said, I can't believe he killed this beautiful T-Rex or something. And someone said, if it's Spielberg, I think, yeah, that's Spielberg, uh, the director of Jurassic Park. He's sitting beside one of the props. Yeah. And uh, But there was loads of comments and blah, blah, blah. But I think it got like 800,000 likes. And the most liked comment was her saying, whoa, 200,000 likes. Thank you guys for supporting this worthy cause. <laughs> <laughs> that is Stupidity 101. Um, another actually scary thing that just came to my mind now was that I was cycling and I got hit by a Jeep. And um, yeah, whatever way I landed, like I landed sitting up, which is weird because the, the car hit me. I did a front flip, oh, hit, hit the windscreen and then did a back flip and then landed sitting down, like, sitting up on the ground. In an upright position, So, right? yeah, and the doctors were really, really puzzled that I didn't hit my head. And, yeah. Uh, they said if I had of, I probably could have been seriously whatever. But, yeah, that was pretty scary. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty deep. Let's, let's like, play some happy music. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Always <laughs> look on the bright side of life. I, I once got hit by a car, too, when I was on my bike. Did it, did it. And See, you can say anything with, like, happy music in the back. I know, I was just like, thinking that. I once got attacked and, like, broke, lost both my arms and my legs. And, you know, no, no, you keep singing, always look on the bright side, and I'll tell the story. It's like I was cycling my bike, and a car crashed into me. And blood came cascading from my head, and I saw all of my friends die in a fire at the same time as it happened. And it's a really good experience. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, be happy. Only half of that story is true. You cried when a robot was thrown into the lab. He wasn't a robot, right? (laughs) You learn to feel. Like okay. I will not have you sitting here dissing the Terminator. No, it's a great movie. You know, just like it, it was. He's a, he's a he's a serial killer robot. He didn't kill anyone though. That's the thing. John Connor told him specifically to not kill anyone. Like they sent every police officer in whatever state they were in, probably L.A. because you know it's America. But like he shot them with grenade launchers, but he shot the cars. So the You're cars. You're saying up and they're he didn't retreat. kill anybody in the whole movie. And he killed like two people at the start. There you go. But, he's, but, he's killer. He's but he murder. wasn't. But he wasn't told not to then, yeah. because he was programmed to do that. But once John Connor said, "Don't kill anyone," he didn't kill anyone. He broke a guy's hand, sure. Threw a guy on. He shot a guy in the leg. But I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna have to watch that movie again. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and see it in a whole new light. And I'll ring you, and I'll be bawling my eyes. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right, man. <laughs> How do I go take, on? I just can't take it anymore. It's, He's gone. Is he really gone? <laughs> but then you'll just write and you'll just write an album around it, and I'll just be like, "Called Robot Murderer, Emotional uh, Crying Moment." <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, you you literally come up with song titles for a living, and that's what you're giving me. Yeah, sorry, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible attempt. That was bad. You could say Cryborg. <laughs> 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 that is deadly. <laughs> yeah. If you guys can imagine a face palm, Bastroid. Son of Cryboy. No, but he's a Bastroid. What's a Bastroid? He's a Droid, but he's a Bastroid. He's a He never knew his father. Son of Cryboy, Bastroid. Crybike. R2T bike.
Oh dear God. Oh dear. <laughs> I heard you teabag and I see you pee. The thing is, <laughs> I bet Cryborg is is a legitimate John Claude Van Damme movie. Oh yeah. It sounds like a terrible, terrible movie. Yeah, like a B movie. But like you would watch it all no, day but every like, day. Uh, um, like a. a what would it be? It would be like a a, 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 a yeah. cyborg, an emotional a cryborg. He just he's just an emotional wreck. It's, like, he's so, a <laughs> so he doesn't actually do anything, right? He was sent but he back just, in he time. Goes, he, goes, he goes to terror. No, he was sent. Just, no, like, listen. He was sent back in time to show no, humans he, how to feel. No, again. he was sent back in time to counsel John Connor about his dead mother who's going to be killed in the future. But it turns out he's got a lot of emotional problems himself. <laughs> so when he starts counseling John Connor, he starts breaking down about his own problems, about his financial problems. His <laughs> divorce. Man, I can't, divorce. My, my wife doesn't talk to me <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, I've got a bastard out there. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. I don't even know my own son. <laughs> He's a bastard. Son of Cryborg. Uh, so yeah, it's, it'll, be so, great, <laughs> it'll be a great movie. How did we get here? I don't know. To this, to this. Oh, Terminator. Yeah, all right. Right. Yeah, I'll watch it. Like me and Jack and Lucemore, we all play GTA like regularly, like and we have these four hour Skype calls every night and one night Jack was in the midst of a thunderstorm or a lightning storm. They're about the same thing really in mm-hmm. uh, in this side of the world. And um like he was like, Oh it's fucking lightning outside, blimey And um that is what I, I did. suggested that everybody in the Great call impression. phone Jack because with the increased cell receptors and all of that stuff it would make him more likely to get hit by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly you people I just I had this great image in my head of like you with the controller in your hand and like your phone ringing and you just got like oh fuck off stop calling <laughs> and, then, like, and he just lobs it out the window no he just he gets hit by a bolt he's surrounded by this sort of yellow aura as he flashes in between skeleton and non-skeleton like an x-ray in a cartoon yeah yeah just holding that's when it backfires on us because Jack becomes no like, no no but just before he dies I come into the room and I say you just got punked <laughs> wow Ashton Kutcher's a dick You've missed a good part of this, more. You could have gone from Australia into your facts. Yeah, yeah, true. You've but I linked that up nah, perfectly. We were still on Australia, though, aren't we? This is not Australia. Go. Australia, go. Uh, Russell, <laughs> Russell Crowe facts. Which, oh, good. Uh, may or not may or may not be true. They are all true. Um, <laughs> Russell Crowe owns the world's third largest beat farm. <laughs> He's quite the beatist. <laughs> I didn't even hear what he said. I just burst out laughing anyway. <laughs> that's what happens. Someone mentions Russell, Russell Crowe. Like, yeah. for those of you that don't know, right? I asked Lou Sport, like, literally yesterday if he'd appear on the show. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, what we do it about? And I came up with the idea. I was like, let's just do weird facts. And his first reaction, like, within seconds of me saying that was, oh, God, I need to gonna, I'm going to need to come up with some Russell Crowe facts. <laughs> Like, there is no other topic out there. Like, Lucemore's default, like, his instinct is just, just you know what, the people need to know. (laughs) People need to know about Russell Crowe. I heard weird facts, and then my brain went, Russell Crowe. Give us another, give us another one. Uh, Russell Crowe has a rock band, uh, and they're called Big Russ and the Colossal (laughs) (laughs) If he doesn't have that rock band, he needs to. (laughs) Oh, I'm disappointed that it doesn't exist now. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I would listen to that. I would go to that. 
How do you know these aren't true? <laughs> <laughs> Give us another one. <laughs> Go on. I don't want to bring uh, more out now. We've, we've opened a... Russell Crowe's character in Gladiator, as we all know, was called Maximus Meridius, <laughs> which translated in English means large penis. <laughs> Again, oh. true. Just all true. Oh. Brandy's on his IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> all true. Yeah. Oh. I tried so hard to not laugh. I know, but... I was laughing halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, so... I didn't even hear gladiator. his first two facts because I laughed before he finished them. <laughs> all he said was gladiator and I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> As we all know, it's like it's. Yeah. <laughs> Cows are like a fucking vacuum that just sucks all the charisma out of animals, especially four-legged yeah. animals. Like, if if a cow was a car, it'd be a fucking van, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, just, a white a... van with no text on it or anything. Exactly. Yeah, they're just so. soulless fucking drones that just stand there going. Meh. I've been chased by one. <laughs> Okay, Jack, go for it. Yeah, you need to tell this story. <laughs> I'd, I'd like yeah. to continue the story, but I think I've just finished it. I just got <laughs> chased just, by a cow. I get chased by a cow. <laughs> like, like, you live it. in Essex, so please set this scene. I'm yeah. setting the scene. I was walking through a field with friends, and we we weren't going to go cow tipping because that's really horrible. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I live in Ireland. I know people who do it. It's so sad. Like, why do it, it is. Anyway, it's, it's... I was walking through this field and a cow just started running at us and so I ran I, I, I wish I told you the story was shit I wish you didn't tell me the story at all you ever hear that story about that guy who now this is one of those things that I read about a long time ago but he had like a wife and a kid and he was in some car crash or I don't know he got sucked into a jet engine or I don't remember the whole story but um, definitely the latter he came out of a coma and he was just a homosexual after that yeah, like, yeah, I did, I did, yeah, I did hear about that. That seems like such a like he was definitely yeah, gay. Yeah, but it's like he, he was, was definitely, definitely gay, gay his whole life. Like, yeah, and exactly, he's used yeah. it as an excuse. Excuse, yeah. <laughs> that is bullshit. I was like, oh my god, I got hit by a car. And no, I'm but like he had no, no, completely no, no. increased. Um, uh, what's the opposite of testosterone? What the feminine stuff? Yeah, what's uh, it called? Um, estrogen. He had extra estrogen, estrogen yeah, levels estrogen, yeah. and everything, and like spoke more like a girl, like. You know, it yeah. was quite, yeah, it's like quite clearly I, he some kind of... He just had been the doctors in a while, but he already had that. He, he, was was, just... he must have been a bit gay. Yeah, yeah that is the, the, doctor, the doctor would have said to him, like, oh, you've got high levels of estrogen. He would have gone, oh, oh really? yeah, I, I do love men now. Yeah, that's not <laughs> happened before. <laughs> the doctor said to him, like, you know, you are a massive homo now. <laughs> After this accident. And he goes, like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, fancy a drink tonight? <laughs> Alright, Jack, that's enough out of you. Um, Ken Shamrock, former w- world's most dangerous man and UFC guy and WWF guy, is a 50 Cent's bodyguard. Really? Yep. What, in real life? Mm-hmm. What do you mean in real life? <laughs> no, no, it's in more the... in SmackDown versus Raw. In, his, in 50 Cent's game, they bought out. <laughs> It, to be fair, that's not actually a far-fetched thing because he did have like two games. He did, yeah. He did. Both did. of I which I had. Play one of them. Yeah, they were one of them was PS2, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it like G Unit, Blood on the Sand, or something? Oh. Was he not featured in one of those like uh, beat 'em up games where there was rappers versus like Mortal Kombat? Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kombat versus rappers or something. I'd or? love to see rappers versus sharks. <laughs> 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 hey Macklemore, come here, I wanna show you something. <laughs> you wanna see what Shark Week looks like? 
<laughs> well, who's the the American oh like old president or Chelsea president who's well into like uh, the environment? Al Gore, what's his name? That's that Al name? Gore, yeah. Yeah. That's Al Gore. Like his <laughs> best Gore, friends. What's his name? <laughs> his best friend just must be squirrels. Because <laughs> he's mad about the environment. Yeah. <laughs> the best. The best part was Al Gore. What's his name? Like, <laughs> I like you told us his name and then asked us what his name was. Like, was it a really really quick memory trick or something? Yeah, like, I said that, I said it wrong around. Didn't I? I brought the sentence in my head, but I just said the last part before the first part. Um, where have you been? Where have I been? Um, I went from being at uni and being on my summer break from uni, so doing nothing, to having a full time job at doing shift like with shift work meaning I've been working things like 4pm to midnight uh, 5am to 3pm uh, ridiculous fucking shifts that mean I have no time nor energy to do you work do as a pimp? <laughs> Pimping ain't easy good question Jack and someone's gotta do it you know it's the thug life someone's gotta do it yeah yeah I didn't choose the thug life um, it chose you it chose you my mum chose it for me actually <laughs> 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 You went to see career counselling, and that's what they suggest. <laughs> yeah, you need to live the thug life. You'd, you'd be su- you'd be surprised what job centre suggests for you. Um, You're a big lad. You've got a beard. You look like you can swing a samurai sword. We've got the perfect yeah. job. You for look you. good in purple. <laughs> <laughs> purple is not in the ginger boy's colours. Will trust me. Would you rather eat chocolate flavoured poop or eat poop flavoured chocolate? How can you uh, even differentiate between these two? Choc- it's obviously going to be the chocolate Chocolate flavour poop. Chocolate flavour poop, sure. Yeah. I already yeah. eat the poo that comes out of my girlfriend's bum, so... Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an evil laugh. It's like she, know, it's like, it's like she doesn't even know you do it. <laughs> uh, she doesn't. <laughs> it would be the chocolate flavour poop, though. Have you ever had a toast sandwich? A toast. <laughs> a toast. Uh, that's, to- a yeah. toast sandwich. That sounds you genius. Toast, you, you toast one slice of bread and put it between two slices of untoasted bread. And butter yeah, and you it. Put some salt optional and extras in cold. Well. Optional extras include butter. That or sounds genius. That sounds like it could be really nice. I'd urge everyone to try it. <laughs> oh, you you killed Kim Jong Il. He's dead. Kim Jong Un. Like yeah, no, you, no, like no, you're that. going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. You terrible person, you. Oh, you've ended the reign of tyranny on North Korea, how yeah, dare you? You've released a, a sea of people from the hatred. Right, sea of he, people. Here's one, right? We're talking about sea rather, people again, aren't we? Would you rather know when you will die, or know how you will die? How? When? Interesting. Would you rather be a high school or below teacher, or be a college professor? College, college professor. professor. Yeah, every yeah. other week. More scope to bang the students. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> scope on the other one? What? It doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, high sc- high school's like the end of secondary school, like. Yeah, but well, it no. depends where you are. No, <laughs> just is it against the law in America to have sex with a student if you're a college professor? Probably. Oh, it's frowned it upon. Oh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm taking this from friends. It's frowned upon. It depends yeah, on the establishment, upon. I think. Yeah, I think every place. I think what happens is if if yeah. you do, then you get in trouble with Bruce Willis. That's what happens, doesn't it? I've just clicked through one uh, to one that I'm very confused about. Uh, would you rather punch a pilgrim, <laughs> or yes? Then this is where it gets oh, interesting. Okay. Eat an avocado. <laughs> What's wrong with avocados? Yeah. I don't know. This is what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, what I don't like about... any fruit, so it would be difficult for me. It just depends well, whether you're angry or not, doesn't it? I don't. I mean, 
If you're really <laughs> angry, you'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to punch a pilgrim. I just, I just don't no, understand. if you're really angry, you're going to uh, be like, I'm so angry I could eat an I'm avocado. I'm angrily <laughs> eating an avocado. <laughs> I don't understand if these, are rand- if these are randomly generated, then a lot of them have seemed very like connected in the way that they've been put together. They're not, they're all I added. I don't understand how pilgrims and avocados... Are connected, yeah. Yeah, like, it's usually... Unless, didn't the pilgrims bring avocados to America? Isn't that a thing? No. I do not know, but then <laughs> why would you not? Why would it not be a choice of punching an avocado and eating a pilgrim? Ah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'd punch the avocado though because cannibalism would be really disturbing, <laughs> and it opens you up to a range of mental illnesses that will completely fuck your life up. Uh, what worries me more is that it's only fifty-seven percent eat avocado. <laughs> 43% punch a pilgrim. The pilgrims this, must have been dicks. This comes up with some mental fucking questions. Alright, two minutes. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I nailed that bit. That bit no, I got you down. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. The worst thing is you don't have it down. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, I don't see how I don't have that down. Oh. Right, I'm convinced. You've convinced me, well done. <clears throat> What's going on? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> It'll be like 15 minutes into the show with a serious topic, and you just go, "What's, What's going, going on?" on? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I think I'm just gonna miss out the guys part because that's the bit I fuck up. What's going on, guys? There's so many things like with films where they drop subtle hints. I did a whole essay in school about Jaws, about the color yellow and its use in Jaws. No, don't take this the wrong way at all. But I cannot imagine you either writing an essay <laughs> about Jaws. Yeah, that's the weirdest. That's the least Jack Why? thing. Why? Because I don't know. Yeah, it's just like that's so much work for you to put into something. Like, like I got an A star in my coursework. What? Hell. Yeah, I used to be smart. I think oh. I still am. I think you're <laughs> smart. You're just really like lazy, and I don't know. You're just a big pl- cunt, I'll... really. I think that's all it is. Um... I, I don't think you're stupid. I just think you're a massive cunt. Yeah. Well. I remember being in a pub with you once, Jack, and QPR were playing Bolton, and uh, you were continuously swearing at the screen, and some old guy came up to you, and he was like, excuse me, do you mind not swearing? And uh, you said, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I said, yeah, Jack, you cunt, because I am a cunt. <laughs> And then you just spent the rest of the time just swearing even louder. And then he left, <laughs> That's what... and as he was walking out, he just said, "Thanks for being quiet," like sarcastically. And then you replied with, "Have a lovely evening." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made me sound like such a cunt. I know, I but like I, I think I, I think I come across as the even bigger cunt there because not only did I wind you up, but I wounded him up as well, and it just oh, it you wounded like, him up, wounded him up. Yes, well, yes, vocabulary. To be Susie fair, he's say. not English, so. Sorry, Jack, I didn't give you enough creditation with my uh, vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being in a pub with you once, Jack, and QPR were playing Bolton, and uh, you were continuously swearing at the screen, and some old guy came up to you and he was like, excuse me, do you mind not swearing? And uh, you said, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I said, yeah, Jack, you cunt, because I am a cunt. (laughs) And then you just spent the rest of the time just swearing even louder. He left, and as he was walking out, he just said, thanks for being quiet, like sarcastically. And then you replied with, have a lovely evening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you made me sound like such a cunt. I know, but like, I I think I, I think I come across as the even bigger cunt there, because not only did I wind you up, but I wounded him up as well, and it just... You wounded him up. Wounded him up, yes. Yes, vocabulary. To be fair, he's not English, so... 
Sorry, Jack, I didn't give you enough creditation with my uh, vocabulary. There. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work for um, the, one of the biggest retail companies in Ireland in the head office. Well, in the uh, yeah, in, in pretty much the head office. And I used to be responsible for customers' accounts and suppliers' accounts and talking to them on the phone. So people would phone me with their queries or like if their deliveries went wrong or whatever. And I had to answer every single phone call with like, good afternoon, and then name the place that I worked and what my name was and everything. And like, I did that every single day and never ever broke it or whatever. But what really used to fucking annoy me after was I'd come home from work on a Friday, I used to order a takeaway. And when I phoned for a takeaway, the first thing I'd always say is, hi, can I get a delivery, please? But sometimes I'd I'd pick up the, when they say hello I would say either hi can I get delivery or else I'd say good afternoon and then the place that I work in or else I'd oh, say yeah, what's yeah. going on guys my name is Elvinir <laughs> <laughs> my name is Elvinir and I want egg fried rice I did oh, once phone for a Chinese and I did honestly they answered the phone and said like whatever Chinese place they were and I said what's going on my uh, and then I just hung up and never <laughs> phoned them again so <laughs> my what's going on my order is um yeah i didn't get to that I, I wasn't even quick enough on my feet to think that true but you just you just panicked and threw the phone out the window yeah pretty much <laughs> i was in i was out in a place called chelmsford which is in essex uh, with a couple of my mates and we went back to this girl's house afterwards and like before we walked in we said is anyone gonna be at home and she was like no no be fine no one's in and so i walked into this house and the kitchen's like straight ahead of you and there was this kid kicking a burger on the frying pan like not I say kid who was like 15, 16 and like that was just weird but then she started like she chucked him out going what? I thought that was the whole story <laughs> no no it gets weird <laughs> she, she she chucked him out and was like you can't keep coming in here and cooking burgers <laughs> this isn't mean, he was it. a random kid she knew him but apparently he just let himself in and just started cooking her food all the time when she was out <laughs> and like this that's not even the weirdest part she starts using the frying pan, she starts doing the stuff and that. We, we say to her, like, what are you doing that? She goes, oh, I'm just cooking up some meth. <laughs> <laughs> and we just stood there, looked at each other and went, what? She goes, here, do you want to try something? We just, we just stood there and went, nah, can we have that burger though? <laughs> that Wait, was, so it's, the frying pan thing just reminded me of it. A kid was in her house cooking burgers with the same frying pan that she was about to... Yes. Nice. It wasn't exactly a kid, it was like 15, 16. No. But obviously we was like 20 at the time, so it was a kid. He was a kid, yeah. Anyone younger and than you is statistically a kid. And we never called her again. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's Mainly for the burger thing. I mean, this is like one of them situations where I think only I could get into. Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, there, <laughs> there are a lot of things you say to me that I'm just like, wow, that's such a jack. To be honest, I've never done that before. I've never gone back to... And then I had a random stranger in a house cooking burgers, and then be offered meth. <laughs> later. That's not I mean, really. Yeah. That's never happened to you. That's really? just happened it's Saturday yeah. night. Are you sure? Well, it happened once. It didn't happen it once. Um, yeah. I, I was that kid, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, no one's ever gonna like. I wouldn't know that because I, I will never risk my social street credibility. Cred. <laughs> yeah, my my <laughs> very high social credibility. Yeah. By going into a library, I can't even imagine you in a library. The fuck's all this? The fuck is this? Dan Brown? Who the fuck is he? <laughs> they still have books at a library, yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, 
Do people There's still... probably a lot of these people uh, listening to this now thinking, what is a book? <laughs> That's a good point. Does anyone in the comment section actually go to a library? <sighs> I've morally died a few times. And... Mor- well, we've all morally died. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I died inside years ago. Yeah, you, there's nothing behind the facade that is your face. It's a facade. I have no idea what, I don't know what I just it's said. Facade. <laughs> it's facade! <laughs> I Honestly. love the fact that you've seen that written down and gone. Do you know what? That, that, that was this a life hack. That was confidence. I carried that sentence all the way through, even though halfway through, I started questioning what I was saying. Well, I, I questioned it after Facade. I think oh, the facade. first time I ever met Jack in person. No, it wasn't that time. It wasn't. It was the second time then. Yeah. But it was uh, Jack. <laughs> I, I forget <laughs> what he was even talking about, but he said like, it, it, "It's just." <laughs> <laughs> he said it's the epitome of annoying or something and I was like the fuck is epitime? what the hell are you talking about and you're like epitime it's like it's it's like it, it is the emphasis of it it's the pinnacle of it and I was like what the hell that's not even a word and then Jack got on his phone started googling it and he was like it is the epitime the personification or the pinnacle or the and it's like nah man you it's epitome <laughs> I just well, it just reminds paid. me of that Joey Joey thing where he he goes on about mood point. It's like yeah, a it's a mood point. It's like means nothing. It I, I looked. I just looked up for Cade. It's, 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 it's a generally <laughs> it's generally one exterior side of a building. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, Where do I get these words? I got like this really weird feeling, like just from nerves and anxiety and stuff. And the water actually cleared that right up. Like it washed away my anxiety, and I felt really refreshed after it. But I feel like I've got brain freeze, and like my core body temperature is reduced. And I tried to form a sentence there while we were just about to start recording, and I couldn't do it. So I don't know how this whole episode is going to sound because I don't feel like I'm at a hundred percent at all. But yeah, um, my, I've just gotten. It's basically like I've got a head freeze, brain freeze. Yeah. All my brain cells are freezing. Yeah, and it's really bad because you didn't have anything to work with beforehand. You know, yeah. like, you, you didn't have much going on in your head, but now you're, all of <laughs> you're really scraping the bucket. Scrape, I'm really scraping. Yeah. Like, I'm down to my neck in ideas now. Down to my neck. That's such a great saying. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people retweeting that. Some of his earliest tweet. Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's about telling him his wife to go and get, or telling some bird to go and get a sandwich or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he... telling his nan, wasn't it? I was like, I haven't got time for this nan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. My grandmother is trying to make me take out the trash. Oh, well, fuck this. I'm going home. I'm rich. I don't need this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what he says. But then he, he has some really weird tweets where he's like, I'm going to have an Ethiopian girlfriend so that I can say to her, here's a glass of water and she'll be delighted with that. Yeah, I've seen that one. Like, how stupid do you have to be to just even think that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I bet you, I Jack. Know. Try and explain that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm out of brain. <laughs> oh, that sums up everything. <laughs> oh, I was in, I've been terrorised by water. I remember the first time I ever watched Lost. I, I like it was in the middle of season two or three or something like that. And <laughs> You're mental I, watching it halfway through. <laughs> 
Oh, well, no, it, it was the first time I'd ever seen it. Like, I didn't even know what it was because this was back before the internet. Well, before I had access to the internet in my phone or whatever. And I was, I turned on the TV because it was like half 11 at night and they used to show reruns of it. So I didn't know what it was, but it was this really quite clearly gripping and captivating scene that was going on. And um, it was really fucking good. Like, I remember really enjoying it. And it ended on such a cool cliffhanger that I really wanted to tune in and find out what happened next. And I tuned in the the next day for the next episode and it was a completely different plot pretty much it didn't even reference what happened the last time yeah, that and was, I was the like, problem with Lost yeah every episode is like that it yeah. opens up a new and it was the same with that revolution show they had yeah. so many things in it where it clearly implied some sort of um, yeah, I mean, almost paranormal presence but then it's explained as something else and don't don't get me wrong I I loved watch I loved watch I loved <laughs> For fuck's sake! I love. I love what? I love. I love Lost. I love what? I love Lost. No, just the idea of holding a watch on my wrist. I love watch. Right. I don't know how I recover from this. You don't. We should just start a new topic. Leave it there. Um, like an episode of Lost, we should just leave it there and never go back. That's, yeah. We're done professionally. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking done. <laughs> right, I loved Lost. Yeah. Nailed it that time. You have to know the ending of your show, I think. Well, maybe not always. I, th- I think if the characters are good enough, you can do whatever you want. You can, know, you can have a predetermined route. It's just the way that you do it. Yeah, I, I'd actually agree 100%. Weirdly, that's a very profound statement. Write <laughs> that down. What's the time? About about forty five seconds after he said I love watch <laughs> I don't know what's more profound. I believe I believe no one has ever said I love watch before. <laughs> no one's ever run out of brain before though. This is like we're hitting all this sorts is of records. First, this is. Yeah, this is all just... Let's get Guinness World Records on the phone. No, it does make sense, though. You mean, you did say I've run out of brain, and then moments later you did say I love what? So, <laughs> we're not surprised at this point. You know. Oh, man, uh, it's so good. And I have more followers than her on Twitter, so uh, I'm going to go and send her a tweet right now and tell her how much I love her. <laughs> I think she just recently made her Twitter account, because there's no way I should have more followers than her. Than who? Michelle Monaghan. Don't know who that is. That's cool. She, she's the next Sandra Bullock. She's got she 8,300 followers. Yeah, she's the next Sandra Bullock. That's, 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 that's true. She was in yeah, Mission Impossible in. 3? I still like Sandra Bullock 1. Yeah, you I love Sandra, Sandra Bullock yeah, 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 sure. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. I mean, yeah. 50. I don't, I don't know this Michelle McConaughey, whoever it is. But <laughs> Come on, Jack. This Julia Roberts is just... It's who it is. Julia Roberts, uh, did you just say? Who else are we talking about? Michelle Monaghan. Yeah, but you said it's Julia Roberts. I said she's Sandra Bullock. One. I said she's the next Sandra Bullock. Oh, I always get them too confused. <laughs> I hate Julia oh, Roberts. Dear. I really do. I I, yeah, I think I'll... like in all of her movies, like the person who writes the Who's script picture? for her or who writes yeah. the thing is Julia Roberts's husband or something like Michelle Monaghan. What fuck? Yeah. Her. All right. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're on the podcast now, Jack. Yeah. What? In, in <laughs> 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 like, sometimes I, I spend time in Skype calls with Jack, and he says things that make me think this is why I'm not having kids. Like, that's how far regressed his brain has gotten. That he um, behaves like how I imagine a kid would act. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Right. Okay. Then. Good chat, guys. There should be some movie where like it's the me- aliens they have been. Mo- they could make a movie about me. Yeah. It would sell. What well, the tagline would have been? He could take down planets with that kind of talent, and it's just you singing. It's just me. It's just me playing GTA. It's just like no, a hidden I th- I camera. Think- the tie, like the whole premise of the movie could be that Jack is some sort of scientist because he's good with maths. Let's give him that he is. Yep. Um, he's some sort of scientist, and they've they, they we've just received contact from extraterrestrials, and it turns out that they have been sending us coded messages. But Jack, in the middle of this movie, the the point of no return in this movie would be Jack doing the ice bucket challenge, which causes him to run out of brain. <laughs> So from there he can't do anything, <laughs> yeah. and they keep calling upon him to decode these messages, but he just can't do it. And then somebody puts together a plan where they change the messages into seventies and eighties songs. It's a seventies Jack playlist. comes in, yeah, yeah, and then Jack comes in and just sings back to the aliens and saves planet Earth. Yeah, it's kind of like Close Encounters, but better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or worse, delete as appropriate. Though. Yeah, uh, better, quite clearly. Wow. Yeah. It's one of the uh, cl- my, you know, classics of cinema, Jack. But all right. yeah. I can imagine like he was a great scientist. Yeah, until like, he ran out of brain. Until ice water. Brain <laughs> disappeared. Despite owning the world's third largest beef farm, <laughs> Russell Crowe is actually allergic to beef. <laughs> he, he could die if he touches one. Oh, yeah. so, like, I knew something's going to come up the fucking beet farm yeah so that's you know that's another another weird Russell Crowe fact I mean so how does he the guy's a maniac really isn't he he is yeah (laughs) how does he operate does he get the colossal twats to uh... yeah he gets the yeah he gets his band the colossal twats he gets them on it oh that's interesting they each have uh, operate a a beet part of the farm I don't know you're you're trying to justify this fact now aren't you you're trying to the problem is I don't know enough about beet farming. Do you not? Really, to, but you know all these facts are true. So is you know, no. There, there's one of the music videos for Russell Crowe and the Colossal Twats is when it starts off like you know it f- transitions nicely from a dark screen into this beet farm landscape. Yeah. And one of the guys, Very barren. One of the yeah. guys walks over and picks up a, a live beet, and uh, Russell Crowe just shouts at him and goes, "Hey!" Drop a beat, and then he drops the beat, and then the it song starts. The beat, yeah, and then the song starts. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got over three thousand views on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big. Hit. It's one of their big numbers. Yeah, she inhabited the role of P Diddy. It all makes sense. Yeah. Or Puff, Puff, Puff Daddy. What does he go by now? I think he's just Sean Combs now. It's not Snoop yeah. Lion now, is he? <laughs> Snoop Lion. <laughs> Snoop Diddy. Yeah, Snoop Diddy. Yeah. No, he's just Diddy now. Diddy Dirty Money. Oh, he is just Diddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Soon he'll just be die, and then. <laughs> Soon he'll be dead. Soon he'll be dead. A um... Diddy is dead. <laughs> A Diddy has died. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's when we're gonna. That's what we're gonna end the episode with today. Is you saying a woman is dead or something? Yeah. <laughs> News. But um. News flash. A woman is dead. Um, do you have another do, Jack do you have any facts do I what do you have any facts to tell us this is all the um, 
influ- the old, the research I put in before. Yeah. No, this is where we uh, sent you links on Skype and you didn't click on them. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh yes, it's because I found a plan for manager called Bellend. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. Right. Nicholas Cage owned a pet octopus. Because yeah, that's yeah. That sounds like it could be made up. No, nope. that does. That definitely sounds like one of the Russell characters. This isn't cracked. Yeah. This isn't cracked. This is true. Oh, then it's real. Yeah, yeah it's definitely real. He claims studying its movements helped him with acting. That sounds like one Yeah, I now believe it. Sounds like one of Lucimore's fact. Yeah. No, no, it sounded bullshit before, but now it sounds proper. Fucking makes perfect sense. Studying its movement. Uh, do you reckon Nicolas Cage definitely plays up to his reputation, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, I can come at you with another Russell Crowe fact. If oh, yeah, let's do it. Yes, That's what let's we do need it. Right do now. it. Um, Russell Crowe only has one nipple. <laughs> he, he lost the other one in a bet with Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm so happy you used Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know what kind of bet. I mean, you know. <laughs> Probably one involving I've got, Again, I've got these facts off IMDb. Very vague. I mean, I, I try and go in depth with them, but... Yeah, that's just, the problem with our website. Yeah. Not enough information. So, uh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, another Russell Crowe fact. Oh, perfect. So, um, This yeah. really gets us going. Um, his... F- he as despite being Australian and they don't even like baseball. Uh, his favourite baseball team, however, is l- the Louisiana Truck Stops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a big fan. Goes to all the home games. Big yeah, big truck stop fan. Does he not go to any of the away games now? Doesn't go to the away games. Doesn't have time. No, too busy beat farming. I'm not. I, d- I don't know. I'm not a massive fan of the rain. I just think it's impractical and boring. But, uh. <laughs> it's impractical. It's like kind of one of the life sources of the planet. Well, yeah, but eh, whatever. Yeah. It's like oxygen, like who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? You know, who needs it? I never did number seven. Hang on. Number seven, fly a kite. Yeah. No, I I can't even remember the last time I even saw a kite. Yeah, I've only ever seen them in <laughs> movies. I'm pretty sure they like, don't even exist. I think... I think this is a thing of Americans with really big kites or the Japanese with really fancy kites yeah. <laughs> and Mary Poppins. Like, I don't think flying a kite is a is a thing. No, I don't in think England. so either. Like anyway, number fourteen, yeah. Dama Stream. Dama Stream. Yeah, yeah. You can if you had found me at nine years old you can often find me, you know, standing over a stream going, The power of Christ compels you. The power <laughs> of Christ compels Oh, that's an awful joke. <laughs> Can we move on from this one? Because uh, that is an awful joke, and I'm not yep, sure yep. anything better is going to happen with that one. <laughs> Here we go. That's this is going to be a good one. Check out the crazy creatures in a rock pool. Yeah, no, yeah, I, th- I think I've done. I think I've done that. If by crazy creatures you mean crabs and starfish, but then again, they're not exactly that crazy. No, if I had found not. some uh, humanoid-type sea creatures, possibly <laughs> of the people variety. Then yeah, I'd, I'd I'd count that, but you know, which we all know has happened. <laughs> exactly. Um, Who hasn't had an experience with the sea people? Yeah, not a lot of people, judging from the tweets that I get pretty regularly. <laughs> and number forty-nine really uh, shows how times have changed from when we were kids. Find a geocache. 
What the fuck is a geo? Exactly. What? I th I, if, if I'm thinking right, a geocache is basically this little box that you can put stuff in for the next person to find, and it has the like the coordinates or the location of another box, and you just go from like box to box putting stuff in it, and or like. Puts, where do the boxes come from? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, this is all a bit suspect. This sounds like finding a geocache as a child sounds like a paedophile trap. Yeah. Like, it does. I did find one once, but it was just a stick with a rope tied to it and a block of cheese underneath. <laughs> was was the stick propping up a box by any chance? Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah, and it's and the box said candy inside. But it had cheese. Now that's an yeah, interesting that's... ruse that they've performed. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, they know that kids love cheese, don't they? I loved cheese as a kid. I love cheese as an adult as well. Yeah, I, no, I can't no, remember the true. last time I had a meal without cheese on it. Ah, uh, cheese is great. Cheese is fantastic. Should we just talk about cheese for the rest of this uh, this podcast? What is your favourite kind of cheese? I, d I don't know if it's pronounced Gouda or Gouda, because I always used yeah. to pronounce Gouda. So, you know, Gouda, basically. Uh, what I about like you? mozzarella. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, because I'm not sure you could... Uh, pizzas wouldn't be as good if it was any other type of cheese. I also like extra cheese. <laughs> yeah. What count? kind of pizza do you like? With one with extra cheese? Yeah, that's the one. Extra no, yeah. cheese and bacon. All I, day, every I day. love cheese so much that when I was younger and my parents, like, we used to buy um, pre-made, like, uncooked pizzas from the supermarket, I used to grate extra cheese on top of the pizza. Oh, that's yeah. No, I, I do that as an adult. No, yeah, I do that if I eat pizza often enough, which I don't, which makes me sad. Mm. No, yeah. I had pizza yesterday. I had a burger today. Oh. All cheese. I had four burgers today. No buns or anything. I just had them with couscous. That was a sad moment in my life. <laughs> 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 they were steak burgers. They were really nice. I, why are we talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> because when you were finished with those burgers, you marked it off the bucket list. I no, yeah, I really did, yeah. That's, that's Just uh, that on my bucket list, you know, eat burgers with no buns. Yes. You know. That's a tragic bucket list. What, what's number one on your bucket list? Like, what's one thing that always comes to your mind when you think of it? Oh, I'm going to be so cliche. Like, it's actually, it's actually un impossible to get any more cliche than the f number one thing on my bucket list. I want to see the pyramids. Uh. I want to I travel the world. <laughs> no, but like seriously though. Speaking of uh, space operas and Han Solo, uh, did you know that Al Pacino was going to be Han Solo? I did not know this until like 15 minutes ago when you said oh, it to me. I said it now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the 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 very small planning that we do for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're very bad. But um, plan the week. Yeah, you have. Yeah, Jack has brought literally. N uh, shut up, Jack. Anyway, uh, <laughs> tell us more about Al Pacino. What was the when was that in the seventies? That must have been. Yeah, seventy-seven. He was he was apparently offered the script and he took it and uh, looked at it and uh, apparently didn't understand any of it. So he, <laughs> so he turned it down. But I just think it'd be amazing, <laughs> Al Pacino. Like Harrison Ford is like the ultimate cool sort of suave, uh, charming guy. Like yeah. you know, Han Solo, Indiana Jones. But Al Pacino as a Han Solo would have been amazing. I know it would have been brilliant. But yeah. I, what's even more brilliant is me imagining him taking the script and looking at it and going, what "The hell is this? This makes no sense." And George, I just like the uh, imagine like the carbon. You know when he's uh, being frozen in carbonite. 
Yeah. He's there and he's going down the thing and Princess Leia's like, I love you. And then there's, it wouldn't be the same with Al Pacino. Yeah. He'd just go, wow, or something like that. It just wouldn't make any sense. It just really. Like... Good. <laughs> I, have, I have this one. <laughs> I have this one dream that I wrote down once, right? Where, um, remember when Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got married and they were honeymooning in Ireland? Yeah, I had a dream that I was down at my cousin's house and uh, I saw Kim Kardashian cheating on Kanye in some in some sleazy motel in Ireland, <laughs> and uh, Kanye went mental and hung himself in the dream, and I was distraught because I, I was the one who found him for some reason. And <laughs> what so I you have... spotted you spotted Kim cheating on him, and then you found him. It sounds like like Forrest Gump being involved in everything. What I've written next is just five words that I I use as a a memory trick to remind myself of what the rest of the dream was. And it says, you saw Kanye dead. Crazy rural Ireland atmosphere vibe. (laughs) 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 So that's what goes on in my head. But uh, I thought start the screenplay or something, didn't it? <laughs> what are we gonna do? Are we gonna commandeer a, a house somewhere? But like, here, what I reckon is, you want to be by a river, make yeah, a quick okay. escape down the river. A river, a river sounds like a decent idea. Zombies are not notorious for you know their aquatic aquatic abilities. No. Yeah. Okay, jet ski. So, so somewhere with high walls that backs onto a jet ski. <laughs> when, was jet the, when was the last time you saw a jet ski in England? <laughs> On a river in England. <laughs> I'd source one. <laughs> There's a boat shop not far from me. See, jet skis are not boats. Yeah, but it's just like it's like they're more whales and dolphins. It's like whales and dolphins. Well, they're more it? boats than cars. Yeah, that's that's sure. But they're like the motorcycles of boats. It is the equivalent of whales yeah. and dolphins. They're the same family. What you're doing is you're assuming that like it's just a breakdown in civilization that leads to some sort of GTA type world. You're not assuming that you're in imminent danger. So you've got plenty of scope to fuck around in your opinion. You're just like, I'm going to do so many things. I'm going to steal a 50 inch TV. I'm going to sit back on my couch, roll up a joint, maybe take the jet ski out for a spin. What you don't know is that there are zombies trying to eat your brains at every like waking moment, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to catch me. From my <laughs> so this is, this is, this is a thing that's never really, that we didn't mention either. Zombies don't sleep, obviously. Yeah, actually. So whenever, because that's the time when the slow zombies actually catch up to you, when you kind of have to stop and rest. So I think, I think what the... we should be doing is we should be in like a bus of sorts. Build a yacht. A yacht. For fuck's sake, <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you? What is it with you and fucking boats and jet skis and yachts? <laughs> Jack's like the Richard Branson of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> He's got like yachts. We'll have an island. An island. An island is a fucking great idea. I think we should get a high-speed train. They'll never (laughs) see that coming. I don't think that for introverts who display consistently misanthropic opinions are uh, are the ones to be leading the revolution here, you know? I'm not an introvert. Uh, Okay, Jack, I'm sorry. You're not an introvert. I don't know where this has come from. It's still a solid point, though. You just said you're not good with people, and believe me, I agree with you. So. I, know, I meant I am. But as well, you know, if, if we rolled, if we rocked up, and I said to you, lads, I'll handle this. <laughs> what point would you actually let me do? And you it? come about, come away with a yacht and a jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was give them everything that we have. Well, I didn't, I didn't manage to get any food, guys. But <laughs> yeah. I gave them. 
I, go, I yeah, have a three-hour lease on a jet ski and yeah. a potential trip on a yacht. And we're in Leicester, <laughs> the most central point in England where there's no coast. <laughs> <laughs> I have... Just live in a, a stationary yacht in the middle of a town somewhere. I go, I swapped our guns for a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, only two of us can ever go on the jet ski. Yeah, but here's so... a whistle, and if zombies are around you, just blow on it, and we'll come back and save you. <laughs> I'm not sure even during a zombie apocalypse, I want to be behind another man on a jet ski. Because that's all kinds of intimate. <laughs> I don't want to get with any one of you. Um, I don't know. End of the world. To survive, <laughs> you know, I mean... It's just, it's just the four of us. Like, yeah, I, I will be standing yeah. behind. I will be standing on the coast, still going. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack, this is our survival. I'll die if I don't do this. Go. <laughs> Zombies tearing away at your flesh. At least uh, I'm not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I live in the countryside, so you know that would be. I could accommodate a cow. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Lucemore is sitting in his room right now with a lasso around his waist and a fucking right. cowboy hat on. So, so far, we've got, we've got a bus. You know? We've got a bus, a jet and ski. trading a jet ski. <laughs> the, cow, the cow is sitting on the jet ski for sort of space issues. <laughs> We're set. Nah, we could get the cow in the bus. Come on, don't we? <laughs> well, no, they've got, they've got those big sections underneath the bus. You put the cow in there. That's surely. Really is it a double-decker? Because obviously the cow couldn't go up the stairs. Prepared. A couple of hours on a bus with me, you'd be wanting me in the little fucking storage bit underneath. Yeah, that's it. Because, I mean, I, I don't want this coach if it's going to be a megabus. Because I've been on megabus and they are shit. Mega All buses are shit. The only good bus I've ever been on was a tour bus for a band. And that's cool because it's got a sitting room and beds in it. But other than that, buses are shit. Why don't we one of those buses then? Why are we settling with National Express? Actually, yeah. I have access to a tour bus. Oh, yeah. You only fucking bring us up now, didn't you? Yeah, sorry, it. guys. There's no use in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. We've run all this way. There's a car around the corner that I can drive. I've just accommodated a cow, and now you're saying <laughs> this shit. <laughs> you've you brought nothing to the table, ever. I've got a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> Jack had the idea about a bus. Yeah. Lou Small's brought a cow. What are you doing? I could carry What's 50 pounds? That's nothing. 50 pounds, that's 25 kilos, roughly. 50 like... pounds is about, what, like, 8 Eight, nine, eight, seven, eight babies, maybe. What? <laughs> When's that going to come into babies? I don't, I don't know. I mean, in terms of, I just know that I weighed eight pounds when I was born. He I should have told you guys that Loosemore measures everything in babies. In baby it's just one of those things that he does. He said yeah. that as if that was actually like part of the metric system. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, the next one is like setting a trap, and yeah. I think the only thing I'd, you'd end up walking over, and I'd be putting like. A cardboard box, like with a, a stick popping out. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen, we've all seen Rambo, right? This will catch a yeah. bear. Yeah. So, you know, how how hard a small a, a set a trap for small game? So like a squirrel, chicken. Yeah. Like how hard could it be? You could just yeah. jump on it. Yeah. Exactly. You could just jump on it. That's not <laughs> technically a trap, but. <laughs> Is. We could just raid mouse traps from Poundland while we're there, and that counts. <laughs> yeah. If by traps they mean hide in a bush and pounce on a chicken, then yes, I can, I can set a trap. Pounce on a chicken. God. Chickens aren't the most agile creatures. I'm not sure there's much pouncing needed, just a slow walk up to it. <laughs> I've seen people chase chickens, they're quite nifty. Six months! I lasted over a year. 
Oh, fuck off. There's no way. <laughs> you die before me every fucking... Fuck no fucking way. I, I survive. I got... I got one year exactly. Yeah, I got six months. Seriously, Jack Brown lasts the longest. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, bitches. <laughs> I told you. I told you. If you got a jet ski, you're sorted. This is how you know that BuzzFeed is bullshit. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're all going to die to the man with the jet ski. Yeah. I'm gonna, the last, if this is a film, the last scene is me riding off into the sunset. <laughs> On your jet ski. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, the camera pans out, right, and it's just the sun. You just see the sun. You're on the jet ski, and it's driving away, and it's great. And then as it zooms down to the body of the jet ski, you're actually on the on a trailer, and some redneck is driving a truck ahead of you, and you're not actually at sea or anything. You're just on the jet ski. You've been on <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the, I had a good mind. Like, I just couldn't... It's like the locked-in syndrome. Like, I had... Obviously, I, would have, I had a brain... So I knew what was going on. I'd just say, I am of sound conscience. It's a big Fucking hypothetical there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant. You're a comedian, well done. <laughs> it's not fun when someone's abusing you. Like, I love taking the piss out of people. But I just... know, yeah. <laughs> I know what people go through when they talk to me now. Sometimes when I'm editing the midnight hour and I hear how you react to being abused, I'm like... Well, I kind of almost feel bad, but then I remember all the horrible <laughs> things you say to me on a daily basis, and I'm like, ah, ah did some good job there. <laughs> it's pretty fair yeah. between us, though. You, we, 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 uh, no, I'm quite harsh, actually. No, we do exist in a in a situation that involves mutual hatred, I think, back and forth. Yeah. Um, speaking of you, I think that's the best though, kind of right. But go on. <laughs> well, no bad conversation has ever started with speaking of speaking euthanasia. of euthanasia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, euthanasia or euthanasia? Asian youths just think Asian, Asian youths youth. yeah yeah, yeah. they've got to be in Asia um, hey can 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 I can I ask you guys a question because like no, as, I don't, as, I don't, as an first. Irish man right this is weird to me but you know how on the 5th of November every year uh, you guys in England burn an effigies of Guy Fox and then light up fireworks that yeah. seems really fucked up to me like, yeah what, like is that like <laughs> like you know what the fuck? If, if it's, it was... it's another thing that's got lost in translation, though. It's kind of a, it's a tradition now rather than such a like a, a, a slight against him. Can you imagine if it was people with brown skin doing burning effigies of somebody in a desert? Like, can you imagine how much of a field day the Daily Mail would have with that? Yeah, like, but they're not it doing be... it with fireworks, are they? Like fun, fun sparklers. No, but I'm saying they're, they're not. They're not selling tickets to the event, so yeah. <laughs> No, like yes, we have fun sparklers and everyone yeah, like has a good time. They don't have and stuff. I don't yeah. Think, yeah, you're missing the point, Errol. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think you guys are missing what I was trying <laughs> to say. In all honesty, I think that's what happened here. But uh... <laughs> who's going to pay for the? How many soldiers do you reckon got here? Hundred thousand? That's a con- well, conservative guess. I don't know how many. I don't know how many money. How much money is circulating? How many money? How many monies? <laughs> how many money? God, who uh, makes who makes how much money is in football? How much money is in football? Billions. Oh, billions, absolutely. Oh yeah. There's not even what a, a tenth of that in. Well, well, no, because it's it's footed by sponsors and oil tycoons and clubs themselves, yeah. the fans themselves. It's not, you know, paid for by the public in the same way. Football is its own economy, and until you see a war that's sponsored by Debenhams or KFC. You're Barclay not going to be able to pay soldiers that much money. Because... Yeah, okay. So, well, I looked up. British Army have 500,000 people within it. 
obviously ranging from actual soldiers to people going down to like city jobs. Yeah, mechanics and engineers. Clerks and stuff. So you put an average football wage, let's say 40 grand a week, very conservative. I, mean, I wouldn't even say that's an average. I mean, well, of but... higher divisions, I mean, like you, you gone for average of professional footballer in general or Premier League? Yeah, okay, so do average sort of. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the whole argument about though, because they talk about people yeah. earning oh, hundreds league, right, of thousands. Okay. So, okay, of, so, of so got to... football leagues, I reckon forty thousand is a fair guess. For yeah, you. yeah, so you're probably you right. got half yeah. a million. You times that by forty thousand. That's two million. My phone doesn't work that out. Oh, it's twenty. <laughs> it's twenty billion. That's twenty billion pounds a year. I just can't do maths at all. <laughs> Did you say twenty million? No, he said two, two million. million. Oh, <laughs> what could? Uh, so you get twenty okay. billion of that a year. Jack, I have to say, considering how hard of a time I give you, you, like, I deserved you to like punch me in the face when I got that maths problem wrong. Like, because I'm, like, I'm very good at maths, and that hurt a bit when I heard when you heard that Ben Lucemore said you said two million. <laughs> when the answer is actually twenty billion. <laughs> ah, you got it, there's a two in there, isn't there? Yeah, Max, but it's, it's the, is the one of, thing I can do. But like I'm like English and speaking is the only thing I can do, <laughs> which is why I should have said English and speaking are the only things that I can do. But, um, <laughs> that time hey, well. you said that you were running out of brain, that's the equivalent of me saying two million just then. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's a I'll crime against either uh, either of our chosen fields of expertise. So what it is? We'll assume the title of this. Podcast is going to be five hundred thousand times forty thousand equals two million. I think I'll just call it two million. <laughs> two million. <laughs> the whole topic will be. Two that million. was terrible. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I have, how do you how do you transition from that? I have come up with all the topics tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that someone else has something to throw in here. Uh, Jeff, talk about the, uh, I'll talk about the, the. Did you hear about the Floyd Mayweather thing? Yeah, that's fucking nuts. That he. I, uh, I that's it. Witnessed, that that's our conversation on yeah. that He it's witnessed a murder suicide over FaceTime. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Imagine witnessing your best friend kill over, like, Skype. Like, the, in a minute, Jack's gonna kill someone and we're gonna have to plead with him not to kill himself. I would just hang up and then call what? back later <laughs> and hope I could be like, oh, sorry, man, my connection died. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Is that you cool? Yeah, that I. I'm going through it. I know. I'm not laughing at the dead. I'm laughing at that being a really good impression. Yeah, yeah. was he saying tunnel or funnel? Funnel. <laughs> He's going through a funnel. Oh, tunnel is even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've just got to squeeze my phone through a funnel at the moment. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw my phone out the fucking window. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, Can we do an award ceremony for the Christmas thing? If we do a Christmas episode of the Midnight Hour, you want to do an award ceremony? Yes. What awards would you have on it? Uh, most podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Most podcaster. <laughs> well, we'd oh have obviously bang, Banger of the Year 2014. Oh, of the year. Yeah, we could do that sort of thing. Film of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, um, Person of the Year. Yeah. Uh, you want to just do that now? Can that be the episode? Shall we? Yeah. Speaking of Person of the Year, I just posted in the, in the link. Um, I don't know why. It's, I thought it was funny. Wasn't Times Person of the Year this year the, Ebo- the people who are fighting Ebola? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm fighting Ebola. I still don't have it. So. <laughs> I'm fighting Ebola by not having Ebola, so yeah. well done to me. But Taylor Swift is kind of built like a, a tall person. Like she's all sort of legs. Like isn't I mean can like <laughs> she's all dance? legs. It's like gi- giraffes are probably not the dancing <laughs> animal community, you know. <laughs> it's probably. I'd uh, say that giraffes are more known for their necks than their legs. Taylor like, Swift is the it. Peter Crouch of pop music. <laughs> <evidently>. Yeah. <laughs> So she's got a soft. She's got a great touch for a big lass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. What about the best World Cup of the year? Um, I'd probably go for the 2014 World Cup. I'm I saw a drawing there. of a World Cup trophy, and that's quite nice. So 1978. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a cup of tea the other day that was a mug and had the like a map of the world around it. So I'm going to go for that one. Mm, interesting. Okay. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, mm. um, do, yeah. do we vote now? Do we? Uh, on what's the best? <laughs> I've, 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 been, I've been swayed. Yeah, I've been swayed by the mug. Yeah, I've been yeah. swayed by the mug. Yeah. Right, it's a world. It's a world mug. Yeah. Not a world cup, but you know. Yeah. Which is I, why it's disqualified it. from this <laughs> from this <laughs> award ceremony. But can we really give it to the World Cup in Brazil? Because you know. FIFA and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, yeah. fuck that. I'm I'd, go I'd feel, I'd feel morally unsettled by that. Yeah. So Jack's mug is the winner. Yeah, well done, okay. Jack. Congratulations, mug. everybody. Round of oh. applause. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thank you, thank you. Uh, any words on behalf of the mug, Jack? Uh, no. Put cool. tea in me. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your commemorative mug to uh, congratulate you is on its way. Justin Bieber's dad is up there, bullshit person of the year. What, what happened with Justin Bieber's dad? Just, have you seen him? Like, Google him <laughs> right now. Have you seen him? Just, just an idiot. If, I, if me Googling Justin Bieber's dad cuts out my internet, then... <laughs> yeah. Justin, pardon <clears throat> me, Bieber's... Bieber, good, because I can't spell it. It comes up as second on the list. House is the first one. Jeremy Bieber. Yeah. He never. He does not look like a good parent. Ah, uh, he looks like he's touched him. He looks the kind of guy that would touch his kids. <laughs> that's that's libelous. I I don't agree with him as a human being. We'll, do, we'll, we'll, assume, we'll assume the listeners at the same time are just googling now and as well. Yeah. They can have their own minute of silence. I don't he, agree uh, with him as a human being. <laughs> he was he, he was the one who uh, allowed his son. Like stopped traffic in the middle of LA or something, didn't he? So he his son could drag race some guy um, that they they saw at a stoplight or something. Dearie me, Imagine you'd think that. with all that money you'd just go and you know like hire a racetrack or some shit for the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like rent anywhere. But yeah, yeah. just go and rent Silverstone for the day. Right. Like, yeah. Go on, have fun, boys. But no. I, I, I think what they say. Like, before I record, I tell myself I'm not going to mention a certain few things like that I mentioned way it's too much. It's just the Bieber's dad at the top. No. <laughs> Anyways. What a, weird, what a weird exclusion to make. Some of my friends recently okay. shot a music video in LA, and uh, apparently they had the street closed off for that. So you're talking like... Yeah, what are you talking about? Justin Bieber's dad stopped traffic in LA. What a fucking cunt. Closing off a street for his aunt. Wife. Yeah, but did, did Caroline's dad's do that. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, who said it's code line? Yeah. Who said it's code line? Sorry, yeah. sorry. 
I mean, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Bono, what a fucking hero. <laughs> um, what was the best act of terrorism of 2014? No, just kidding. Um... <laughs> oh, it's finally you ask a question that I know an answer to. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. No, no. I, I think it was Alias no, <laughs> album. I, I'll, I'll, I'll immediately have my award stripped away if I answer that question. <laughs> Which means you've actually got an opinion on it. Which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that reminds me of... No, I'm not going to go there, actually. Um, go. Do it. I really... Uh, this... Go right, for it. I have to... like Before I say this, right, I do not think that rape is funny, and I don't think that... Rape this is a rape disclaimer funny. that you've got going Yeah, on. this is a rape disclaimer, because I don't... Rape is about as least funny as anything gets. Yeah, like, but... it's not a thing to make fun of. However, <laughs> oh, we all have a mutual friend by the name of Jamos. In fact, he was on one episode of the Midnight Hour, which has been locked in a vault, and <laughs> no one will ever it. listen to it. But um, <laughs> for for reasons I'm about to go into, um, a while ago, about I don't know what was this like three years ago. Um, myself, Christian, I think Jack Brown, uh, Jamos, and Nep were all staying at Nep's house. Weirdly enough, Nep stays at his own house from time to time, and um. Only for the night we was there. Yeah. I was Benefit sleeping on the floor in Nep's sitting room and Jamas was sleeping on the couch. And I said to him, like, have you ever seen uh, American History X or something? And he was like, yeah, it's a good rape scene in that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, it's in my top five rape scenes of all time. And I was like, hold on, what the actual fuck? What's the other four? And he listed <laughs> off the other four. <laughs> And like, if there's a question, you should never ask. Yeah. Are we really throwing Jamos under the bus here? No, I think if we got him on the show, he would jump under it himself. But like, I have to <laughs> just set this straight. Why I think that's funny is not actually to do with the rape. It's the fact that he said a thing that's a part of a movie that you don't usually think or talk about because it's so taboo. And he listed off five movies that all contain that exact... So, it's, like, it's more the fact that he's put some thought into what his top yeah, five is. Like, like, well, he did it so rapidly <laughs> that you can't help but appreciate the fact that he was like he obviously made that as a joke, but he was so committed to the joke that he saw it through till the end. And I just, I really do respect that. <laughs> it, you, you respect the commitment to the joke, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. always wondered about the kind of universe it lives in. Mankind has always uh, indulged in creation myths. And as far back as recorded history goes, and it's just human nature to want to understand uh, the universe we live in, or where it came from, what it is now, and where it's going.
if I drop a black hole in the black hole. Would you like to hear about my dream? Yeah. From yeah, six days ago. Um, yeah. This was... Do you remember when somebody tweeted us the other day asking us to talk about a parallel universe? Mm. Um, this, like... I don't know, right? Like, th this was the 31st of May I had this dream, and I wrote it down after it happened, because you know how sometimes dreams can be very emotive and they make you cry? Mm. Um, so, right, I was on a spaceship with two other people. We were part of a crew, a delivery company, um, traveling through planets, delivering stuff, pretty much mm -hmm. like my ideal dream base here. Like, um, we were parked on some moon repairing our spaceship and I heard the dog barking because it's a dream and that makes sense um, but he barks in real life when there's someone at the door so I, he was obviously barking in real life but I was in such a sleep that I could stay asleep while still hearing the dog bark and incorporate that into the dream and I said yeah. to the people in the crew he only ever barks when there's somebody at the door so I looked out the window at a spaceship and there was all these alien motherfuckers with guns <laughs> Um, so they started shooting at the at the spaceship, but we weren't finishing our repairs. Like we weren't, we didn't repair it properly. Mm. So the the spaceship went into like light speed or hyperspace or whatever. Um, but because it was in bad need of repairs, it only half worked. Like we only got to like half speed or whatever, and ended up crashing on some planet that looked an awful lot like Earth. Like there were humans <laughs> and traffic lights and buses and just normal Earth stuff. Except everyone spoke in this really crazy dialect. And I think I know why this was as well, was because I listened to a podcast about languages and how, mm. you know, like Beowulf is actually in English, but it's pronounced like yeah. um, yeah. that's how the people spoke. And I think that's just because it was fresh in my mind, but that's how they all spoke. And it made no sense to me. Um, and I rationalized, or well, in the dream, I just figured out, I basically solved the mystery that because the ship was broken, we landed in a parallel universe, yeah. a parallel Earth. And then it got really parallel. weird because 
it started like there was a huge accident at some guy's house right like a car crashed into it or something just we were walking down the street observing the whole world what it was um and and a car crashed into a house and it was like earth except just a little bit weird like like everyone was on lsd or you were on lsd like depending on what way you look at it um but one of the guys on my crew uh from the from the spaceship like thought that it was an act of aggression from the locals uh when they crashed the car into the house so he Mm. ran over and set fire to the car which blew the house up um but the natives of the earth like place thought that if you deface someone's property it means that they've done something really bad like you know the way people write drug dealer scum on people's houses yeah. or you know they cover yeah. their house in paint if they're a pedophile that's what they thought mm-hmm. this to mean so the fact that he blew right. up a car near their house they thought that it meant that the guy who owned the house was a criminal so he got arrested for it and this is like this is the like for those of you still listening and keeping track like this is this is the only reason that I want to tell this story is because it's so fucking weird right but it turned out that the guy in the house that got arrested for doing nothing was the manager of a football club and they were like Borussia Dortmund they wore the same Mm. uh, kit like we went to their house because we were on a bus and the local or the native people came over and like one of them happened to speak English um, which just took me by surprise and I figured she must have also been a time jumper or whatever Um, but she told me like this guy has lost his job and it's all because of you like I'm going to show you the life that you've ruined and this was a manager who'd led his team on a four year unbeaten streak and won the triple diamond whatever that is uh, two <laughs> seasons in a row I don't know what it is um, but yeah like I found out that he lost his that like I well was partly responsible for him losing his job and I started crying like really badly crying and I have like for context I haven't cried in over five years like I swear to god I haven't cried since I was a teenager but I was crying in the dream and I woke up and there was tears in my eyes and Jeez. all because I lost a fictional manager his fictional job at some fictional sport that I don't even know what it was in a fucking crazy parallel universe and like uh, like that's the weirdest dream I've ever had because it was like an episode of the Outer Limits where it was all supposed to make sense in some roundabout way but I was crying over somebody losing their job like what the fuck is that like did, you know I, I, I'm not even sure I have words for, for any of that anymore like you lost me about five minutes ago yeah. as to what happened but yeah man uh, like it was just I don't know like I'm watching too much Futurama and Firefly and Star <laughs> Trek and I like I don't know what what's happening to my mind but that's an actual dream I had and yeah. it only it was over the course of about 20 minutes as well because I remember <laughs> I woke up at like 9.44 I went back to sleep and then when I woke up again it was like 10.16 which is like yeah. what it's like half an hour 32 minutes um but yeah that's that's did i just do really fast math correct yeah probably anyway yeah um, <laughs> i thought i'd share my dream with you and everyone else just because i want some validation that's, yeah that's something certainly uh something i don't know what but it's something i appreciate it's, that man yeah it's all right thank you for acknowledging that it, it was a thing it's it's, a, it's definitely a thing i'm not sure what but it's a thing well at the end of the day that's all i really wanted it to be yeah <laughs> yeah uh, thanks for coming on the show once again no worries uh, it was fun yeah this was a good one wasn't it I really enjoyed yeah, it yeah I had um, fun but yeah thanks everyone for listening we love you all truly with all yep. of our hearts I would cry if you all lost your jobs <laughs> um, I've been El De Niro yep I've been not Jack yes I've been Jack whatever 
Oh, I don't know what happened there. Like, I just <laughs> ran out of words in my brain. It's, like. it's Christmas Eve and I bought me wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve and I bought me wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate you guys. I hate, hate, hate you guys. And I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're jealous of me, I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're on a touch, I'll never talk to you again. into a song, I'll never talk to you again. I'll never talk to you again. It's Labor Day and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs. Labor Day and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs. And he shit, shit, shit his pants. He's always fucking shit his pants. And I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're jealous of me, I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're 